once again another Saturday afternoon. How are another you? Another brilliant Saturday. Oh, you know, getting there. Getting Absolutely there? fucking dandy, you know me. That's the way. What about yourself? How are you doing this weekend? Oh, yeah, not three bad. <laughs> so not too bad, just not three bad? Yeah, something wrong with those lines. <laughs> Everyone says not okay. too bad. When I, from when I was up at the pub, one of the guys up there used to always say not three bad, and okay. it was he was a good dude. So I've I've um I've picked it up. All right, okay. I yeah. might, might might try and sort of start using that myself as well. See see where I get with it. Yeah, yeah. Like no one no one expects it. Just like the Spanish Inquisition, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects you to say not three bad. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, uh... Well, I'm glad it's the weekend. Yeah, true that. I'm in two minds. I'm not... I'm, I'm probably not going to be drinking to, on today's episode. All right. Purely because I haven't eaten a full meal in a, pff, 24 hours. Yeah, you don't want to get drunk off the first sip. Yeah, no, probably... I'm assuming... A, well, look, considering what I have eaten, it takes a liter of beer and a full <laughs> bottle of straight whiskey to get me drunk. So yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'd go. I may or may not actually get drunk, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try it just yet because you, you, you don't, you don't want to take the risk. No, well, I've still got stuff to do after we record. Fair so, enough, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, the kids and all that sort of stuff, I can't I can't be... Yeah, the, the family stuff, you don't want to be half cut while you're trying to deal with kids. Yeah, yeah, I can't see that ending well. No. For anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you head tomorrow morning. Yeah, look, it's, there's a lot of things to do tomorrow morning as well. Actually, to be fair, last time I got proper drunk, I didn't actually have a hangover. Yeah, same with me. I didn't have a hangover either. I felt it, but didn't have a hangover. Yeah. So I, I was tired. That was it. It was the that was the only symptom I had after getting proper drunk. I was really just tired. Yeah, I mean that's bad enough. Some days though. It, look, it really is. But at least it's it's re- it's worse if you have to go to work when you're really tired. But if you mm. have the day off where you're sitting at home not really doing much, then you can kind of deal with it. It's not as yeah, because at least that way you can have a nap or just yeah, you know, get on the Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, and just have a bit of a gaming session. You know, fall asleep halfway through, let the team down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Be yeah. just team kills constantly. You know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Exactly. All right, well, let's jump straight into today's topic because this is I I feel like this is probably if we were to rank all of the options that I gave you, I feel like this would be number 1. This would be number 1, especially for me. This is this is my number 1. Yeah. So, today we are talking about ghosties. Paranormal. The heebie-jeebies. Spirits. Yeah. Boogie-boogies. What happens after death? Seems to be a recurring theme. (laughs) Hmm. There you go. A recurring theme of death. Death. (laughs) Doesn't really bode well for the channel, does it? (laughs) It's so uplifting, isn't it? And motivational of 
death. Just just what you want to hear on a on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday morning or whatever time you happen to be listening to the podcast. Death. Yeah. How finite your life is, and you cannot escape <laughs> the Grim Reaper, and he will take us all at the end. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, isn't it? This is a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. This is such a joyful episode. <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've got this feeling that we're going to go down a fairly decent rabbit hole with this one and possibly not come back from it like we have previously. Well, it's it's a very strong probability. I'd because... say it's more than very strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is... I would say that this is your area of expertise. I, I wouldn't say expertise, but it's definitely an area that I'm fairly well versed in. We'll just say that. Yeah, you. I I know a little bit. I know a few bits yeah. and pieces here and there. But there was one thing earlier in the week when we were discussing what we were going to like, you know, talk about this episode. Yeah. And I mentioned the warrants, which everyone I was a lot. Everyone knows the Conjuring movies. Oh yeah, that, which that's is, probably the one place that I'd say what ninety to ninety five percent of people know the Warrens from. Yeah. Or at least attach the name Ed and Lorraine Warren to. Yeah. There's a few paranormal movies that are based off of actual events. Mm. All of the Conjuring stuff based off Ed and Lorraine Warren. You got yeah. Amityville Horror. Based off of them as well. Oh, is that them as well? Yeah. Oh, well, they... Okay, yeah, so... they, they, they were actually... I could be wrong. I'm having one of those days. As I said, as I said to you before we start recording, I've got a migraine, so my brain's not functioning properly. I think they were the main investigators for the Amityville haunting. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So let's let's just say that all of the ghost movies that are based off of actual events are somehow linked to Ed and Lorraine Warren. We'll just, we'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, I mean, basically all the ones to do with American hauntings, or well, a lot of the ones to do with American hauntings that are based off actual events, are in some ways at least tied to Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. Now, they're Ed, Ed passed... Are they both? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, they've both passed on. So Ed okay. passed on, I want to say 2008, 2009. Lorraine was 2012, 2015. Oh, okay. I thought she was a lot more recent than that. It could be wrong. It could be 2018. Let me just... Uh, yeah, let, let's just have a... Let's fact just double check. check that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we are. Where are we? Rain Warren. Oh, are we both looking it up, are we? We are. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. 2006. No, 2019. Ed was 2006. Yeah. Yeah, so she was a lot more recent. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Uh, but they were kind of the go-to people for all kinds of information regarding paranormal, right? Exactly. Yeah. They basically, if it was to do with a spirit, demonic, uh, position, demonic hauntings, um, you know, haunted objects, that sort of thing. They were the go-to people. The most well-known haunted object, of course, being Annabelle. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. Another awesome. movie. Yeah, another movie, and also, <laughs> I I don't I, I really kind of want to get some haunted objects, haunted dolls, and stuff. I just feel like they'd be really cool to have around the house. Well, actually, what have you got it, a haunted doll? It, it's not a doll, or a haunted object. It's something that does have a spirit attached to it. 
Really? Yep. What? A photo. Right. Yep. There is a spirit attached to a photo. So that was found in a house that I was living in, tucked away in the back of a wardrobe. Okay, so you don't know those people in the photo? Did you see the photo? I did. It was people... So, okay, let's let's describe this photo because oh. a podcast is an audio format. <sighs> yeah, I keep forgetting that. I yeah. know. Pe- people uh, driving home or people at work listening <laughs> are going to be like, yeah, cool, you showed a photo of what? What did All you right. show a photo of? So... This is actually a photo taken by um, the Wall Brothers, who were major photographers uh, based here in Victoria back in the day. I'm talking 1800s, early 1900s, that sort of time. Are they famous at all, or is it just what you've found? You can find a you can find a lot of their stuff. Okay, so they were they were quite well known then. Oh yeah, so they're done almost like picture postcards sort of style. Yep. Um, so the particular picture that I showed has is a, the, the front of a building. It's actually the Perseverance Bakery. Haven't been able to find out where it is yet. The really? few, a few, in my searches, a few Perseverance Bakeries have popped up, but none of them quite fit the timeline, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Um, and my camera's frozen up again. There we go. Um, so the picture I've shown is of the front of the Perseverance Bakery, single-story building, and there's what... Uh, six people out the front of it one of them is clearly a baker yep dressed like a baker the others are dressed in you know period clothing so there's two gentlemen a couple of children and a younger lady in it so and that is a has a spirit attached to it yes how how have you found that that out through talking to, and I know I know you're going to give me that look, uh, talking to a, a medium friend of ours. Um, <laughs> because also, this is audio format, just going to describe, I am currently face palming. <laughs> Anyone that's watching can see I am face palming, and for those not watching, I'm face palming. When we found this picture, we were having a lot of issues in this particular property. With, with a haunting. Yeah. It wasn't until we found this picture and actually so pulled it out and had a really good uh, go over of the picture that we figured out that the haunting was attached to the picture. Is this the last place you were living at? No. Okay. This is the first one that, that last time we ever actually visited with each other, this was in that place near the beach. Yeah, the place that where we shot that short film? No. No, okay. The place previous to that even. Oh, wow, okay. So I, yeah. I have no idea where this place is then or anything about this place. Cool. The one right beside the beach. I never saw that. You never saw the picture, but you saw the, you saw the house. Did I? Yes. When? Um, years I'm very, ago. very confused. It was when Layla was, had only really just been... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. I, re- I remember the backyard... That's about yeah. all I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now face palming. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, we've had a lot of trouble in a lot of the places that I've lived in, but it wasn't until we actually found this picture that and removed it from the house that we actually stopped having any real issues. Oh, and now you've got it with you. Yes, it's safely sealed. 
it's, okay. it's, it's under lock and key. It's I've had no actual issues to do with this picture. So has the spirit been severed from the picture? Yes. Right. Okay. So now it's just a, a an ordinary regular. Technically picture. speaking, it's now or just an ordinary picture, but it was a haunted object at one point. Right. Okay. So that's not to say that the spirit couldn't reattach itself to the picture. Okay. So I assume that it was someone within that picture. That's what we were never able to figure out. Huh. Okay. What what sort of stuff happened? Uh, we were getting doors opening and closing. We'd have stuff go missing. Um, animals literally just staring down the hallway because it was a, it was a very short hallway, but they'd just stare down the hallway and literally be stone still. Okay. Yeah, they might whimp, they might growl, you know, that sort of thing, but they would just stare down the hallway. Right. And it wasn't until, yeah, we, we found this picture that we actually managed to stop all this sort of stuff going on. So what, at what point did you go, I wonder if it's this picture? Because that seems like a very well, random we were, thing. Well, we were, caught, we were almost led to it. How so? So when we had the medium over, we, you know, they were going through doing their thing and there was only two bedroom property. So there's only two bedrooms. Yeah. And for some reason they were just drawn into the second bedroom and to the wardrobe in particular. We had nothing in there. We weren't even using that bedroom at the time. And I was like, right, let's just have a look through, you know, the debunking side of things. Yeah, let's have a look through, see what's in here. There's probably nothing. Yeah. Right at the back of the wardrobe was this picture. Okay. So that, that's how that's how we came to find it. it was literally just by being led into this bedroom and me going, Well, I'll have a bloody good look through. See what there is. So okay, so you found the photo. Yep. And that was and obviously this person was there with you. Mm-hmm. The psychic, medium, whatever you want to call them. Yep. Did you like did they what what did they do then? So they did a cleansing ceremony on the picture. Yep. It was after that that everything stopped. Right. Okay. So it was then and there. You picked up the picture, severed the connection between the spirit and the photo. Yep. And then you decided, I'm going to keep this weird ass photo. Yeah. Why not? Fair. I mean, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> judging you. I'm not judging you at all. Like, if I could, I would have you know, a house full of, you know, objects that are known to be haunted. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want too. That'd be freaking am amazing. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Dybbuk boxes the lot. Poor, look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For those who don't know what a Dybbuk box, do you want to just explain it? Um, without going into too much detail and completely making a hash of it, which I know we're good at anyway, well, yeah. uh, Dybbuk box is, traditionally speaking, a box of some shape or form that has a demonic presence normally demonic or dark presence sealed inside of it cool that's that's the that's, so the, the, that's the that's the basic description of a dipic box yeah that's that, that sounds just like a, a real good time oh yeah <laughs> as long as you don't open it everything's fine it's when you start opening the things that you run into problems yeah and you know exactly what i would do yeah you'd be the dumbass to open it Fucking oath I would. Definitely I would as well, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we both would. <laughs> Definitely. 
Yeah, I remember watching Ghost Adventures. They had Post Malone on there, and <laughs> they were in Zach's uh, haunted museum, and there was a Dubik box in there, but they were yep. really scared to open it. I was like, just open the damn thing. Understandably, I mean, these boxes are meant to be dark as hell, have the nastiest spirits attached to it, and you just... These spirits are meant to make life a living hell. Yeah, so I think it would take something like that for me to be 100% convinced. <laughs> because even now... What, I'm, I'm ask what house absolutely freaking haunted for the rest of your life. Oh, look. Something to do. <laughs> <laughs> something to yeah. do you know? yeah <laughs> just some spice to life you know yeah well look they're always going on about how they can rid demons and all that like exorcisms and all of that kind of shit so you know just pop down the church right. and just <laughs> pop just... down your local have an exorcism yeah be back in time for dinner exactly right where's the problem <laughs> Because we're no longer at the stage, I forget what her name was, the exorcism <laughs> where they dragged it on and on and on and they didn't feed her and she ended up dying. Oh, uh, the one that became the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Potentially? I have not seen that movie, so I'm not sure. I think she was German or something, maybe? Yeah, but of course they Americanized it. Yeah, 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 they have to. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual, the story behind it, I think she was a German chick and, mm. yeah, she it's, was only it's, a it's, kid it's, too. It's, 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 uh, she was in her late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Uh, turned out that she, after going back through her files, that she did actually have bipolar. Yeah. I think it was. Or bipolar or um, MPD, multiple, multiple personality disorder. Yeah. So she was actually possessed. The church and the family just went, oh, she's possessed and ended up killing her by well, starvation. Well, back then it was easier just to call it a possession because it was... Back then, it wasn't that long ago. Was it? I thought it was like... It's 60s, 70s. 30s or... Oh, okay. I thought it was like 30s or 40s or no, 50s. No, no. I want to say it was... I, I want to say be it was fair, earlier than that. To be fair, if it was in the 60s, that's still 60 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I get your point. So it's still still a fair fair time ago, being oh, sixty sh- years. That's that's an entire lifetime ago. Nineteen seventy six. Seventy six. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not quite as early as the sixties, but still, that's quite a while ago. Not. Yeah. I mean, well, she's born in nineteen fifty two, so you know, close yeah. enough. I mean, um, just basic read over. Her name was Anna Elizabeth or Annalise. That's Michelle it. was a German woman who underwent 67 Catholic exorcism rites during the year before her death. Yeah. She died of malnutrition for which her parents and priests were convicted of negligent homicide. Yep. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they... It was easier to say it was a haunt, uh, a possession mm. than, than deal was... with what the actual issue was. Yeah, because c- back then... Yes, I can say back then... <laughs> Mental health was completely and utterly vastly different to what it is now and the way that it's treated. I, I just want to interject here and say, how old do you feel that we can now say back then? I mean, the fact that it was <laughs> this happened before I was born. It happened before I was born as well, but... Yeah, but like, you're older than me. 
we've established this not by that much but what i'm saying is you know when we were in our like our teens back then would have been in the 1940 actually no this still makes sense doesn't it <laughs> oh jesus i told you my brain's not functioning we can say back then for any number of years ago i don't think it really matters back then it was like 10 years ago last week back then you know. back then when i was a week younger <laughs> back then this morning when i woke up depends on how your day's going yeah that's it uh so yeah but but the way that mental health was treated mm. in the 70s in the 80s hell even in the 90s it's it vastly we're also, different we're also talking germany in the ni- early 1970s which was before the berlin wall came down yeah so, so that was it was an entirely different country back then yeah entirely two different countries back then yeah <laughs> yeah so fuck now i'm so conscious about saying back then <laughs> god damn it you fuck so back, back before you could say it now you can't <laughs> in the 70s well, they had mental asylums where they just, where they would lock you up, essentially lock yeah, you I mean, up like a prisoner. Yeah, asylums were big in the seventies. Yeah, and now now there are you, you don't go into a mental asylum, you go into no. a mental hospital. Well, barely even that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes well, it's literally just a special ward in the hospital. Yeah, and they know yeah. how to treat everything better. They know the symptoms and they drugs. Know... Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Big farmer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Throw back to last week's episode. Oh, we barely even touched on big farmer, did we? I, I I mentioned it. You mentioned it, but we we didn't even get into big farmer. Look, to be fair, delving into conspiracy theories, there's just too many. Oh yeah. You can make an entire podcast about not <laughs> just an, an episode, podcast. but just a podcast <laughs> in general on conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's already about ten of them, but you know. Yeah, and you could you you've got material for years. Yeah, you could have a ten year long podcast doing two or three episodes every single week, mm-hmm. and you'd still have plenty of material sitting there ready to delve into. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. we're not talking about that. We're talking about ghosts, ghosts. paranormal. Yeah. yeah. So where do you stand on exorcisms and? Possess, like full blown possession. Uh, that is kind of a hard question because I've never dealt with possession. So, for, from based on, on what, what you I, know, what I know, and my experiences in general, and what you've heard stories and all of that sort of stuff, do you think it's a, lo- a lot of them could go back to as we've already touched on mental health? Yeah. Yeah, the, sure, there are exorcisms still being performed to this day. Yeah. But previously, I'd say a lot of them could go back to mental health. And you have, I think priests have to go through a lot of training. I think, they, I think a... they actually have to go through mental health training. Yeah. So they, so they can recognize actual mental issues, ver- or mental psychological issues, versus an actual possession. Yeah. Which is good. That's the way it should yeah. be. It means that we don't have another Annalise on our hands. Yeah. I mean, how many people in the world profess to be Jesus? 
Oh, I've met one or two of those. Um, <laughs> I'd say a lot of them would profess to be Jesus. And then you've got the opposite of that, which claim to be Satan. Satan, to be some kind of a devil, to be Zozo or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. How many of those are drugs, though? Yeah, how many of them are drugs? How many of them are mental health issues? How many of them are just wanting attention? Mm. So I was actually watching an episode of um, Ghost Adventures last night. Oh, yeah. And this one particular case, it was meant to be a family that was being fairly well terrorized by a spirit. Yep. As always, Ghost Adventures being Ghost Adventures demonic came up because then you know it's always going to be demonic if it's bad can't just be a dark spirit or an angry spirit it's got to be demonic yeah um but as they were doing the investigation and they they never really kind of went back to this point that they brought up one of the people involved who was a child seemed to be the main crux of the issue yeah okay and so that's where you could they still brought in a priest and everything just to you know clear the house that sort of stuff because that's what the family wanted which is understandable they were god-fearing family yeah um but yeah they never really touched they they very firmly pointed out that this kid was you know this you know these noises in this particular um part of the investigation they you know they very firmly pointed out that he was causing the noises yeah okay and these noises were happening every time the name um you know the mother brought up jesus and was telling spirits to leave yeah he would they noticed that his foot in the bed was moving every time these noises would happen and the noises were coming from the area of his foot yeah so yeah there is this whole thing of possible mental issue there yeah there were other things though. There were there was definitely other stuff in in it, um, you know, things moving uh, without any real sort of force behind or that sort of thing. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'd say mental health probably it plays a big part in a lot of the sort of exorcism type of cases. Yeah. So you're a little bit on the fence about actual genuine about actual cases. genuine possessions on the fence, attachments and things like that. I've had them, um, you know, I've been influenced by things. Yeah. So I'm not, definitely not offended on those. I believe in them. It's just pos- actual possession. Where a, very spirit much takes con- yeah, where a spirit takes control yeah. of your body and makes you say yeah. and do things and you're basically just a passenger. Yeah, you're just the, you're just the meat puppet. Yeah. So that, yeah. Mm. I, f- I do find that very difficult to believe that that can happen which is why i'd be quite happy opening a dibic box yeah i mean that's where you could still get the attachment side of things but not necessarily the possession side of things yeah i don't know i'd I'd just do it for a for a laugh (laughs) someone's gonna do it just say do on a saturday night you know yeah open up a dibic box could you know start at the barbecue have a couple of drinks you'll be fun yeah film it content so, um, <laughs> we're getting hold of a divot box, are we? <laughs> Good luck. 
They're mainly I, like a European thing, aren't they? Uh, America. Uh, there's this whole thing on YouTube where a lot of um, influencers were do, opening bloody Dibbuk boxes. <laughs> yeah, but come on so, now. Come on. I, I mean, a lot of them wouldn't say were influencers, but a lot of YouTube people were <laughs> opening up these Dibbuk boxes. Do you remember when opening up mystery boxes from the dark web was a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty Gosh. sure it's the same principle where they've just done it themselves, filmed it, and then gone, yeah. oh my god! And more than bloody likely, because you see half of them, you go, yeah, the likelihood of you actually opening a Dibbuk box, considering you can't even go out your front door without shitting your pants, is pretty impossible. Yeah, whereas me, if, if someone happened to go, here is a legitimate Dibbuk box, I'd be like, oh cool, what's inside? And just open it. <laughs> oh, present! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to go out and buy some little fucking box and then set everything up all spooky and pretend. I, 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 wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even worry about the spooky side of things. I'd literally be sitting in a brightly lit room, just, yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, yeah like, like a lot of these actual unboxing channels, you had the top-down view of the box and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So the only, yeah. only time I'd set it up spooky is to get some cool-ass B-roll. Yeah, that's better. That's, yeah, and then have everything well lit so you can see what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Because everything seems to be really dark, and you can't actually see what's happening. And no, that, that's when they go, oh my god, there was a shadow. There's yeah. fucking shadows anyway. You've got ten fucking candles lit up at all different spots. You're not even lit properly, so yeah, there's going to be a fucking shadow there. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, so, getting back on topic, let's try and steer this ship in the right direction. <laughs> the warrens yes now everyone kind of took them at their word and believed what they said and there was no real doubt about the authenticity of Mm. their stories but i've heard a few rumors that that may not actually be true anymore and that they may have been bullshitting a lot there, there has always, I mean, there's always going to be skepticism when it comes to the paranormal anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's no doubt about that. But there has always been that hint of doubt when it comes to the Warrens. So it's always, always has been. Okay, so I, I, the way I understood it was that they were the go-to and oh, their word was almost like, law. Like, even I, even I idolized them. Yeah. You know, they, they when it comes to the paranormal, they are the king and queen they're the godfather and godmother they are the people when it comes to the paranormal but there always has been some doubt about them um i was reading an article uh it was a by i think it was by some science journal where they actually we you know interviewed the warrens and all this sort of stuff and then they really sat down and they took a look at a lot of their actual a lot of their evidence yeah and, you know, the evidence of, you know, you know, spirits within, you know, photographs and that sort of thing. They found huge flaws in their actual record keeping right. and evidence gathering. Okay. So even right down to incorrectly using flash photography, which a lot of people go, how can you incorrectly use flash photography? Yeah. Well, you can in, you know, situations where there's a lot of dust, um, you know, for oh, fleet okay. of services, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, they found a lot of inconsistencies and in that sort of thing. Okay. 
and then you know you do have the fact that they apparently investigated in their time which they really didn't start until about 1952 so yeah sure you could say what 70 years yeah ish give or take a few in that time they apparently did t- over 10,000 investigations or handled 10,000 cases that's a lot that's a lot yeah i'm i'm no good at maths i i will never be good at maths but if you break that down even if we see that they were let's... active for let's just say they were active for 40 years or 50 years right that's going to be how many cases a day? Let me have a look. So we've got 10,000 cases. Yeah, if we, go, if we work off just by, over 10,000. So, so 200 cases yep. per year. Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, some cases, yeah, sure, you can, you know, probably walk it and, and solve in a day. But that's a lot of cases. How are they getting all over America? They've been all over the world. How are they doing 200 cases a year? No, I don't... No, when there's only 365 days in a year. Yeah, you got 165 days of rest if yeah. every single one of those 200 cases per year... Was solved in a day. Was done, yeah. Walk in, walk out jobs. Yeah. That's a lot of cases. Like, I can, I can see them being given over 10,000 cases, but I can't see them solving over 10,000 cases. So they've got 3.846 cases every week. Yeah. So almost four cases. Most of yeah, round up four cases a week. Yeah. Yeah, sure, that's it. Some of them could be handled in a day. But when you get the big ones like the Amityville, um, the Amityville Haunting... Yeah, um, Annabelle was an ongoing one, even yeah. right up, even right up to the point of Lorraine's death was an ongoing case. Really? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, she was con. If we work on the, you know, if we work on believing that Annabelle is a haunted item, yep, she was having to be watched twenty four seven. Even when she was locked in a glass case, they had cameras on her twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go through all the Conjury movies, those cases weren't done in a day. No, they were done over multiple... Months. Yeah. Multiple investigations, you know, so there you go. So there's a whole weekend dedicated to one case. Yeah. And if we're doing four cases a week, roughly, one of those cases taking two to three days, just for that one week... Yeah. Where did 10,000 plus cases come from? That's if they've so, so let's say they started. So they, twenty they, years old. Yeah, so they started in, really in nineteen fifty-two, which is when they, um, yeah, when they started the New England Society for Psychic Research. Right. That's okay. when, as a couple, they actually really started investigating. So we got from fifty-two. Ed fell off the perch in two thousand and. Nine. Nine. Yeah. So he he wasn't investigating even prior to that. Because his health um, very rapidly went downhill, I think, in about... Or even the mid-90s, it was already going downhill. Yeah. So he hadn't really been investigating for a long time. Even Lorraine, 
she would be a guest investigator here and there. She was doing yeah. a lot of um, conventions, that sort of thing. But not even she was investigating in the 2000s. Yeah, so fifty, even 50 years is being a mm. bit generous. Yeah. So it may have even... That then makes it even less likely. Mm. That, that's, a, that's a fucking big number for anyone. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that's where there's a lot of this doubt. So, you know, you've got the whole 10,000-plus cases... Um, inconsistencies in the evidence gathering all that sort of thing that's where a lot of the doubt comes down yeah and another thing that i read was that because they were roman catholic they sort of went into and this is what happens even with some police um when it comes to investigating you go in with a particular mindset of this is going to be the outcome for this case yeah yeah so, you've already solved you know, it before you've gone yeah. in there Yep. So they would they would always go in with the outcome of this is going to be something demonic. We're going to clear it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there, there was that failing to it. Whereas a lot more modern investigations is a case of no, we're actually going to try and debunk it first. Yeah. And then find an outcome. Yeah. Rather than the other way around, find an outcome then debunk. Yeah, it's. You can't, you can't go into something like that with an outcome already predetermined. Mm. You have to go into it open-minded and take exactly. it as it comes. Because each each thing is going to be vastly different from the last. If mm. you've got some kid that's seen shit, that's going to be completely and utterly different to someone oh, yeah. who's got doors slamming. Yeah, I mean, poltergeist activity is a lot, is a lot different to, yes, just something that's being seen or a child seeing something. Yeah. Um, I think we were, were we talking about it? whether the whole um, invisible friend thing was that last week's episode where we got into it. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, kids with confidence. Ki- ki- kids have that. Yeah, you know, kids have a great imagination. Yeah, they're more open to things than what we are as adults. So this child could be seeing something, but it could literally just be that they're seeing something which has come from their imagination. Whereas someone who is experiencing doors being opened and closed, you know, things, objects being thrown around, that's wholly different. Yeah. That's an interesting thought that kid's imaginary friend is actually a spirit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be a spirit. Yeah. But even, even just as a, um, just as a thought. You've never, you've never thought about it like that? No, I haven't. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never really put much thought into it, to be perfectly honest. Because I never had an imaginary friend as a kid. So I've never really thought about it. Well, part of the reason why I've got so into the paranormal was because of... And it wasn't even an imaginary friend. It was... Well, I mean, let's, let's just say it could have been, it might not have been. As a kid, I had Daniel. Daniel was a boy who... I grew up in a little town that was part of the first settlement, uh, one of the first settlements in Christchurch in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, called Littleton. So, uh, all the may all the ships coming into Canterbury, Christchurch, would come through Littleton first. Daniel was on one of the first few ships and died when he got to Littleton. Is that something that you verified? It's hard to verify that sort of stuff. I, ha- I, I haven't managed to verify it. Okay. Because I... 
surely there'd be some kind of records. There probably is, but yeah, you know, I'm going back to when I was a kid, so you know, it's yeah, yeah. You know, I, I probably could now if I really wanted to put in the effort to do it. Yeah, but you know, I I had this you know friend called Daniel. He was nine years old. He yep. died of the flu. Um, when he arrived over from the UK. Yeah. Okay. And that kind, that was kind of part of me getting into the paranormal was having this, we'll call it imaginary friend. I'm putting air quotes up here. Yeah. Um, imaginary friend was yeah. In later life, I've gone well. You know, is there something more? How can I, you know, how can I actually record this? Yeah. So you know, as you know, children are just naturally more imaginative. So when they go, oh, that's Lucy or that was Alice or that was Steve or that was Big Bob or, you know, something like that. Is that a spirit or is that their imagination? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell because a lot of people say that kids are like they're more susceptible to seeing spirits because yeah. they're a lot closer to the veil. Yeah. And, you know, one, and once again, because their, you know, their mind is more open. Yeah. Yeah, they've not been corrupted by everything that is yeah. in the world. Oh, so. yeah, so so much to corrupt. Oh, um, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's even, even things <laughs> like the Losing My Agenda podcast, you know, major, majorly corruptible there. Oh, yeah, definitely. We are, we are corrupting <laughs> every single person that listens to this. And I don't apologise. Uh, moving on. So... So the Warrens may or may not be full of shit. Yeah. And of course, there's no, there's no way to really prove... Is it I, becoming I, more prevalent now that they're, they're not able to defend themselves? Because I did hear... I'm, I would, I, I'd say so, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I, I, when I first heard about them, I didn't really hear any doubt from hmm. anyone. They're just like, yeah, it's the Warrens, and like they were... I, this... I, th- I think a big part of it is a change in technology. Yeah. There's so much more available to us as, you know, paranormal investigators, as ghost hunters that we can use to either prove or disprove a haunting. Yeah. Whether it's EMF meters, trifield meters, spirit boxes, full spectrum cameras, night vision cameras, oh God, uh, parabolic, parabolic microphones. Um, Jesus. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, there's, so there's so much technology available to us to actually prove or disprove something. Yeah. Whereas back when the Warrens were investigating, they were still using cassette tapes and a microphone for doing their recordings. They didn't have EMF meters, mail meters, trifield meters, any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. They and their cameras were either just good old Polaroid cameras, which are still being used today. Yeah. Or film. Yeah, there's nothing digital. It was all, you know, all analog. Yeah. So it, it's a lot harder for for them to really prove what they were catching. Oh, small penis. What? I heard that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't hearing little things. I'm like, is that coming from, from your end? Because I've got the headphones on. I'm not sure if it's coming from your end or from outside or something. 
No, it's coming from your end. That guy was at least. But that one, yeah, that one then. Because <laughs> I had to take one one of the. Yeah, I noticed. I'm like, what's going on here, Tommy? The, what's yeah, going on? I've only got one headphone on. The other one's sort of just resting off, just in case. Because I'm the only one at home. Ooh. So I'm like, I, I, I do, do, I, do I need to come up there and bring my kid around with me? Or <laughs> no, no. I'll, see, I, I don't. I don't think that it's. Oh, there's something <laughs> scary. I've lived in here for five and a half years. And have not had a single weird thing like that happen in five and a half years. So I, does, I don't. Does it matter that. where I live? So weird ends up happening. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think that there's any haunting in this house whatsoever. But what I do think mm. is people actually breaking in. What do you think? I mean, that's there is more, that possibility. Yeah, that's more likely. That's why that when I'm on my own, I like to. I like to be aware. <laughs> Of what's going on around me. Hey, for all I, I live with three other people. I've three, lived with three housemates. I've got no idea what's going on outside my room right now. <laughs> I can't hear a single thing other than when the dog decides to start licking his bunghole. I can hear that, but I can't even hear the cars out on the street with my head. Well, I've got these headphones on and I'm yakking yeah. away. Yeah. So for all I know, someone could be robbing the joint, and unless they're coming through that door, I'm not going to know. Yeah, well, that's it. Unfortunately, I'm not isolated in a little room. I'm just at the top of the stairs in kind of the... I don't even know what you'd call it. It's a the, weird little second lounge room, but it's tiny. Um, I don't know. Games Annex? Maybe. Yeah, it's something like that. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. So if someone is coming up... If someone does come break in the house and walk up the stairs... I'm not hiding behind a door. It's just like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's not like I'm hiding behind the door. The door is literally just off to my left-hand side here. They can come straight through that door. Yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. I'm actually, to my right, I have the corner. Yeah. Which is literally just full of junk right now. Yeah. I'm not true. going anywhere either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from straight at the bastard to knock him down. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, But I think... Where I live, like the northern suburbs of Melbourne, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I live in Frankston. Yeah, okay. For, for those live. who don't, for those who don't know, Frankston has a bit of a reputation. <laughs> Just a little bit, but I mean, the northern suburbs—they're not great either. No, I mean, you get more, you get more murders up there than what we do. Yeah, you just get casual stabbings. Casual stabbings, yeah. drugs, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I nothing, do have... Nothing major. I do also live very close to the cop shop. Oh, yeah, so, so you should be fine. I should be, yeah. You would assume so? Although, would though, hope. You know, right under their noses kind of thing, you know. Yeah, where they least suspect it. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, ever so slightly off topic there, aren't we? Yeah, I love, love how... Yeah, let's talk about ghosts. We're talking about people breaking into a house. Gee whiz. All right, so... Uh, yeah, the, the Warrens, yeah, it's just... I feel they are getting more of a bashing nowadays because especially once all the films started coming out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things was Annabelle. 
Really? Well, they changed what Annabelle looked like. Yeah, they did. And they it, for, did, for the, it didn't look as good. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what the original Annabelle looks like, for those of you who have only seen the movie Annabelle and the subsequent prequels and sequels that just don't make any fucking sense at all, Annabelle was not a porcelain doll. Annabelle was one of these old school Raggedy Ann fabric dolls. I shouldn't say was. She is. She's still around. She's actually with um uh who owns it now i think she might be with zach but she's owned by someone else right i think i think like a nephew or someone of uh the warrens yeah okay so yeah she wasn't yeah she wasn't porcelain like you see in the movies she didn't have that creepy look she looked like one of the happy raggedy ann dolls yeah and i think that was a probably one of the turning points in terms of people doubting the Warrens was when the movies were made, even though Lorraine, from what I understand, was actually a consultant on all of the movies. Oh, okay. Um, they still, people began to really doubt because of the likes of the Annabelle movie. Jeez. That's, that's something that, it's kind of sad that someone is judging them based mm. upon what Hollywood have brought out rather than what they actually did. Yeah, but that happens all the time. Oh, it does. And I don't agree with it, but I I, yeah. I, I get that it happened. <laughs> yeah. But that but it, but and like I said previously, it's also the fact that we have so much more technology now to you know use in investigations. Whereas yeah, they were using all the old school analog style stuff. But see I I sometimes I think analog could be better. Oh, it could be, and it has been shown to be better, but the stuff that they were using, just reading a few of these articles and reading a few of these pieces, they weren't using it properly. Oh, okay, so user error. Yeah, so user error, like I say, with uh, flash photography and that. Yeah. They weren't using uh, you know, the flash correctly. Um, they were using it in daylight rather than just using it when it was dark, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, okay, so they're trying to get evidence that may not necessarily be there well, just that, to build up their catalogue. That's the thought process on it, yeah. Yeah, so that's not okay. You can't be doing that. If you're going to no. be doing this and it is your career and you are staking your reputation on mm. that, you need to do it legitimately. Yeah, and and that's why even with me, I am I don't do it as a career. It's not my career. It's, it's, not, it's past the point of being a hobby, but it's definitely not my career. I'd say it's an I, obsession. Yeah, much. <laughs> I sleep with a spirit with two different spirit boxes in the EMF meter up so I'm a bed ready to go at all times. Really? But that's not the point. Yeah. Oh wow. Gee have you have you ever just mm-hmm. pressed record on a audio recorder and gone to sleep? Yes. Unfortunately it was while I was still with my ex and she snores. That's a so shame. That, yeah, that kind of ruined things. But at the same time, yeah, it's also a case of going through it and knowing the sounds of your house. Yeah. And knowing the sounds of animals. So, for instance, uh, one of the times I recorded, there was, like, some tapping noises. But then after a few, you know, I was like, oh, you know, what the hell could they be? But after a few nights, I realized that it was right at the time of year where possums are starting to, you know, get out and about a bit more. Yeah. And it was, it was possums walking across the roof. Yeah. So, you know, there's things like that. It's It's... Unless yeah, unless you know the sounds in your own home, it's different if you're doing say a burst record session on an investigation. Burst yeah. session basically being 
you record for one to two minutes, you ask a number of questions, then you listen back. If you hear something in there that sounds odd, that's not a voice and isn't someone that's there, then you know you might stop and just stand at one place and listen, and that weird sound could be an old tap where the wash is worn away is just leaking and dripping a little. Yeah. That sort of thing. Whereas, obviously, if you're standing there and there's only two of you there, and, and you know, you're both male and you hear a female voice, well... Yeah, yeah, it'd be... Different story altogether, really. Yeah, that's that's definitely something to look into. Yeah. Like, if we were to do an investigation and there's a, a, a girl talking, I'd be a little bit concerned. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> Actually, that... no, I wouldn't be concerned. That's the point where I go... Hmm, okay, let's take it further. Yeah, oh yeah. And by, by further, I don't mean let, let's do something freaky. I mean, yeah, let, let's actually investigate further into it. Of co- I, I, my mind didn't even go anywhere remotely close to there. And then I'm, you went straight I'm, I'm, there. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. should be. You should be sorry. <laughs> you should apologize to every single person that listens I, to this episode. I, I just want to take the time to personally apologize to everyone who listens to this episode. I have a dirty mind. <laughs> Your that, mother listens not... to this ep- this podcast. <laughs> Actually, she probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame it on the drink. I've only had less than half a glass. Yeah. No. I know you too well. I know that that's just you. <laughs> you can't blame it on anything else. Yeah, I'm I'm a little fucked in the head is probably the best way of putting it. I mean, that's yeah, definitely one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> we mentioned Sorry. in the first episode I'm pretty sure it was the first episode we mentioned uh, Arrowdale, Lunatic Asylum up yep. past Ballarat. Oh yeah, I'd love to get in there. So would I. That'd be they're, awesome. They're in Mayday Hills, aka Beechworth Asylum. Yeah, right. That'd be another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard a lot about Beechworth. Just, I think the whole town of Beechworth. Oh yeah. Kind of like Ballarat. Kind of like Ballarat, kind of like Ararat, kind of like most of those old goldfield areas. Yeah. It's just amazing places. Even, um, yeah, you said Ballarat, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like that whole town is just meant to be, every other street corner is meant to have something there. Every other building is meant to be haunted. Yeah. And including, you definitely including the that... tunnels underneath. Yeah. You definitely get that vibe. Walking around because there's a lot of the old minor cottages that are still there now, completely yeah. untouched. Yeah, it's just the the history of it. Yeah, is still all there. It's not completely, you know, bulldozed and built over with you know, you know, shopping centres and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's still so much of it is right there, waiting. Yeah, and a lot of the alleyways still have the old stone. Mm. that the horse and carts went over yeah and who knows how much blood was spilt there and that sort of thing yeah yeah it's it ballarat is a genuinely interesting town Mm. when you go back and look at the history of it and then the surrounding towns as well like Mm. up in ararat and everywhere from from ballarat up to ararat 
which yeah. is a, f- a fair hike. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff in all of those towns mm. surrounding those two suburbs. But yeah, I'd love to get into Arradale and twenty four hours. Check it out, yeah. But it'd be hard yep. because they they run tours there, but the longest tour mm. is six hours from six p.m. to midnight. Not long enough. Nope, and nope. it's a it's stupid timing too. Yeah, if it was say nine till three, oh, I'd be in. That'd be better. Not yeah. six till twelve. Finishing at midnight. No. That's stupid. Why bother? Why would you bother? Or you can exactly. do a four hour one. Fuck that. That's stupid. Finish at no. 10 o'clock. No. no. You need to at least go until the witching hour. Yeah. At the very least. Okay. What? What is it about the witching hour, which is 3 a.m.? 3 yeah. Why is that such a big deal? It's me. Well, for some reason, it's meant to be the time when the spirits are at the most active. Why is that, though? Why 3 o'clock? Why not... Why not 2.30? Well, it could be 2.30. I mean, we have to wait the witching hour, so who's to say it doesn't start at 2 and end at 3? Why yeah. not Why not 4.45? It could be. Depends on what time zone you're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I did hear once upon a time mm-hmm. that it was because it was the... It was 12, 12 hours after jesus was crucified he was crucified at 3 p.m and the witching hour is 3 a.m i don't know how much validity there is in that that's just something that i heard yeah i and i don't see the connection there either but no well i mean it's the good and the bad jesus yeah, being the you, good demons being the bad yeah but you could say 24 hours later 3 p.m the next day is the witching hour yeah i don't know i just it's just <laughs> something that i heard <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like why, like I, I, don't I think understand. it's going to do with the moon's energy at that time of the morning, that sort of thing, as well. Yeah, okay. But I've, but personally, even as an investigator, I've never understood the whole witching hour thing. Yeah, I just never have. For me, the perfect time to investigate and get evidence is any time. Yeah, is whenever it's happening. That's yeah. the best time. Yeah, the best time to get it is literally as it's going on. Yeah. Whether that's ten o'clock, whether that's six o'clock, whether that's daylight, night time, yeah, any time. Why? Why do you think it's mainly at night time? Why not during the day? I think because at least when it comes to visual, well, for starters, night time's creepy. Yeah, we we all we all know yeah. night time is creepy. Yeah, and it, it always has been right, right back to when we were still living in caves. Night time was the creepy time. Night time was the dangerous time. So yeah, it always has been a thing. I think when it comes to visual, I think also because it's quieter then as well. Yeah, okay. You think about even if you if you were to go outside now, you know, reasonably noisy. Birds, yeah. animals, cars, whatever. Whereas at if you go out at two o'clock in the tomorrow morning, it's gonna be quieter, isn't it? Yeah, that makes sense. So and it's not, not... That, so it's it's not for any real reason. It's because yeah, less contamination of evidence. It's meant to be the creepier time, and when we talk about visual evidence, it's harder to see a shadow during the. I hope this makes sense. It's harder to see a shadow during the day than what it is to see a shadow against a background, a black background. 
because yeah. you can actually make out the difference in it yeah like yeah, like okay. it, if you've ever seen a shadow figure you'll know what i mean there's dark and then there's the shadow figure itself which is darker yeah yeah you you could see whereas during the day you wouldn't see that same shadow figure necessarily see that same shadow figure against that same background yeah yeah you I, I've seen shadow figures, and even if it's pitch black, you can see yeah, you the can, shadow. You, you can see the buggers. Yeah. yeah. If, if you cannot see a single thing, you can see a shadow figure. Yeah. I don't know what it the, is. It's just, and they are blacker it, than it, black. It's about, it's so to do with the way that they just bend the light. It's just. Yeah. It, it's an amazing thing to see, as well as for some people, absolutely fucking terrifying. Oh, it's, it's very, it is, it is. Oh, uh, I don't know about terrifying, but it also for some for some people it would be. Yeah, it's especially because you don't see them all that often as well. Then mm. all of a sudden seeing a shadow out of nowhere where there shouldn't be a shadow, <laughs> it, it's 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 definitely creepy. Sees it chill up your spine. I mean, for me at least, I go, "Fuck, where's the camera?" Yeah, because not more often than not, you see it when there's no camera available to you or. You've just yeah. switched it off. The batteries have died. Something like that. Or you're That's pointing you the camera it. in the wrong direction, and yeah. then by the time you you turn the camera around, it's gone. You can only mm. see it with your naked eye. Yeah. yeah, and that's when it becomes what what as an investor you call it a personal experience because you haven't managed to catch it on film. Yeah, or you haven't managed to record it in some way. Yeah, and there's a lot a of there's experience. a lot of those where mm. you get a hot spot or like cold spots. Or you feel something, mm. you get a sense of sadness or dread or anger yeah. or whatever. I mean, at, at least with the likes of hot spots and cold spots and also, you know, like electrical tingles, um, there is ways of recording those now, at least. You know, you can pull out a thermometer for hot and cold when it comes yeah. to electricity. Yeah, you can pick up a static detector or an EMF meter, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's harder to convince people of what you've recorded oh yeah most i think if someone wants to debunk evidence they're going mm -hmm. to do it regardless of what oh yeah you've got there to oh, document yeah. it more i've had it happen more than once yeah even when the even when the evidence has been plain and clear there's still gonna be someone who's going to debunk it oh yeah most definitely yeah, yeah it's just and that's the way it is with the paranormal it's it's literally a case of everybody's more willing to debunk than what they are to try and prove. Yeah. Even, even when you go in with the mindset that I go in with, which is to debunk first. Yeah. Even when you can still prove it, people are going, no. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. No. Never happened. See, that's why I want to do a 24 hours locked down somewhere video. Because yep. you try and debunk things. I'm a skeptic straight up. <laughs> so you're already you're already past the point of debunking it you're at the point of just not believing it at all until you actually have that one piece of absolute solid evidence that not even you can go well it could be that yeah. well you look at my stories those yeah. two stories i told from up at the pub mm. where one of them i just straight up say it was sleep paralysis yeah and you're you're trying to tell me maybe it wasn't there's a chance that it's not. But See, then again, I, was, I wasn't there to try and debunk it in any way first. 
See, I don't, I don't think there is a way to prove nor disprove it because, well, there is. It's called having someone else in the room while it happens. Yeah, but if okay, so let's go back to not that, not that you know when it's going to happen. Yeah, but like, but you know, but let's say okay, so high school days, mm-hmm. you got a mate over for a sleepover. You're in the bed. He's on a mattress on the floor or whatever. Yep. Okay, so. At the pub. In high school, but yeah. <laughs> so I'm sleeping in the bed. If you were sleeping on a on the floor, yeah. How the fuck would you have even known it was happening? Because I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I couldn't do anything. There's no. You would have slept straight through it. I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> if I sleep at all. Yeah, but even so, I couldn't move. Well, I that, couldn't that, that, that's, How where, would you... that's where it comes down to the whole thing of right place, right time. Yeah. If you happen to have woke, you so, just happen to wake right, up at right, the time. Right time would have been, I would have happened to have woken up while you were just laying there doing nothing. Yeah, and you were. Yeah, you were actually sleeping. You weren't. You didn't actually have your eyes open. You were just laying there sleeping. Yeah. But in your mind, you're having this sleep paralysis moment where you've opened your eyes for a split second, which you do in your sleep. You open your eyes for a split second every so often. Yeah. And you know, in your mind, that's burned. That's burned onto your mind and. Sleep paralysis kicked in, you can't move, and you're having this dream where these figures are coming towards you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's basically the sleep paralysis side of things. Yeah. On the on the flip side of that is right place, right time would have been, you, I wake up to see you sitting up and, you know, just sort of, you know, got you sort of push yourself up in your bed and I too can see something going on at the end of the bed. Yeah. That's the right time. That is, yeah, but what are the, the chances true. of that happening? Uh, oh, slim, slim to the fucking none. <laughs> but yeah. you know, you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, unless I had a camera, like a, a security camera or something in my yeah. room, I don't think there was there's any way to prove or disprove that it happened. Exactly. So I I chalked that down to it was just straight up sleep paralysis. Mm. Scary as fuck. Oh yeah. But it's, it's not pleasant. I've had it a few times myself, and luckily I've known it's sleep paralysis because it just hasn't made it. What I've seen in the experience just hasn't made any fucking sense. Yeah, and not yeah, you know, not even in a paranormal way of thinking of things. It just hasn't made any sense at all. Yeah, but yeah, I it, it's not pleasant even when you have those waking dreams where you're falling. Yeah, that they're they're another one. That that's another form of sleep paralysis as well. Yeah, okay. yeah, we had, which we had the one where you think you've woken up and you've rolled over and you've, once again, air quotes, rolled out of bed yeah. and you've fallen. But no, in actual fact, you're still laying flat on your back, snoring your head off. Yeah, okay. I've never had that one happen. Have you never had the falling type dreams? I have had falling dreams, maybe once or twice. No, not, oh. very, not very often at all. I used to have them on a regular basis. They were shit. Yeah, no, I've never. I've Especially as someone who's afraid of heights, yeah. the falling is <laughs> the worst one. Yeah, yeah. When you've never hit the bottom and you're constantly falling, and you wake up with this sudden, "Oh my god, start!" Yeah, and then yeah, you jerk awake, and it's yeah. I I, I, I have that got, muscle spasm a lot. Yeah, when you got bad back, it's not good for you. Yeah, the muscle spasm when you're just falling asleep and your body thinks you're dying yeah. and just like jerks you awake. <laughs> I get that most nights. Yeah, and it's fu- I fucking hate it. And oh, then the, the missus worst. just laughs. Yeah, 
I'd be worried if my missus laughs because I don't have one. Yeah, I was going to say, if you hear a woman laughing <laughs> when that happens to you, uh, start recording because yeah. something ain't right. That's <laughs> the reason why I have two different spirit boxes and an EMF medium. Oh, be- that reminds and- me. Yeah. Why? Just interrupt me when I'm talking. Yeah, so- yeah. Fucking oath, because otherwise I'm going to forget like <laughs> last week. The thing that I asked you at the end of last week's episode, are you single? You said yes. And let's see, has it changed in the last seven days? No. Ha! I knew it. I didn't think it was going to change. I don't know why I'm laughing at you. (laughs) Funnily enough, I did say that the lady that I was meant to be seeing has come down with COVID again, so... Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, you can't forget about that. How bad do you feel now, motherfucker? Did you tell tell me that? I did. Yeah, I I don't remember that. (laughs) I I don't remember that at all. Not even a little bit. I don't remember it at all. I'm pretty sure I did tell you. Right, okay. Well, that's a bit unfortunate. But yes, I am still single, ladies. Yeah, yeah, probably just best run the other direction, in all honesty. (laughs) Does your lady friend listen to the podcast? I hope not at this point. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no. If she's watching, if she's watching on Twitch, she hasn't messaged me yet. Um, but as for the actual podcast itself, yeah, I don't think she does. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And that's... Uh, I, I hope at least she misses this episode and just this is the first two and the next one. <laughs> just skip number three. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't do that. You got to listen to them in consecutive order because there are throwbacks to previous episodes. Oh shit, there is two. Yeah, like right now, this is a yeah. throwback to episode two. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's so, get back yeah. on track. And that's the reason why I have two different spirit boxes, an EMF meter, beside my bed all times, and one of the first functions on my phone when I open the home screen is a voice recorder. I've so do you think that you're you've got some kind of a spirit in the house that you're in now? There I mean, there's something weird here. I mean I don't know if it's a spirit, but there's something fucking weird here. We do have um the George Pentland Gardens right across the road from where I am. Don't know the history on them, but I'll tell you what, when you're outside at night, yeah, I know there's animals over there, but the those gardens close at like six thirty or something, they lock the gates. Yeah. It's some weird shit that just come sounds that come from that place. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Uh I feel like Matt, you should you should uh set up I should uh should uh should uh should uh should uh what? Should've shut up so I can finish okay. my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you should set up a an audio recorder and then see if you get anything. I I could do that wouldn't be hard no it wouldn't you just you just press just re- record record on my phone and make sure it's plugged in so it doesn't run a battery or anything is there a time limit on the phone recording probably not hmm i could also do it through my watch as well oh okay la-di-da my watch Jeez, just you... tells the time and the date well i've got a fancy smart watch so yeah fucking shove that up your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like you should you should yeah you should do that and then see if you get anything because at least the good thing is you don't have to sit down and listen to it in real time you can just yeah. put it into an audio program mm. 
and then look at if there were any random spikes and then well th- there are apps that you can download sleep apps that you can download that do pick up on sounds and record them so it's meant to be for like if you snore or sleep talk but the problem is you end up paying like 10 bucks for something that barely fucking works oh yeah no you don't want that you definitely so, want something that works yeah I mean, that's where i would probably dig out my old voice recorder yeah yeah i'm gonna think about this once we're done <laughs> yeah, you, yeah 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 let's stop on that topic now because yeah i'm gonna go silent while i try and think of things uh anyway where, what, where what do you at? need to think about all you need to think about is take audio recorder I put the, down press record go sleep there's, there's more to it than that there's also the fact that i'd probably also set up a camera to help catch any other sounds that sort of thing Oh, okay. So you want to have multiple things going at the one time. I don't just have the one thing going. I have multiple things running at one at one time. Yeah, and then you have to get an EMF detector or something, or, and, or your K two, and then film that to see if there's any spikes. Yeah, well, that's where I'd make sure that I have the EMF meter in shot. Yeah. So it'd be a long shot, probably of the beard EMF recorder. You see what I mean? Look, we'll just yeah. <laughs> If you if you want to keep going with this podcast today, we might as well just stop right there on that subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, 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 in saying that, though, if we do manage to do a 24-hour overnight thing, we'll have all the gear there anyway, so we can go through and have a bit of fun, play with what I've got. And we'll also stream on Twitch at some stage during an yep. investigation, because you, we have to, just because, you know, just because. Yeah, why not? I don't think a lot of people are doing it, so... No, that's probably an well. untapped... That's an untapped market right there. Paranormal... That's what we're doing from now on. Paranormal investigations on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, well, we just you know, stream through, through a phone, you know. Yeah. So what I, I think what we need to do is, once we've got a bit of a following happening, we need to find out who owns Aradale. I mm. believe it's RMIT, maybe? Might I think be, it's, yeah. a, it's a university that owns it. See yeah. if we can contact them about doing a full 24-hour lockdown mm. inside get, the gates. Yeah, get them in on it somehow as yeah. well. So I, I, I want to do, yeah, a 24-hour lockdown. Not just hanging out for a while. Yeah, it's a full thing, just a pair of us. Maybe one or two other people oh, just you, to make it a little more yeah, fun. A small group because... Yeah. That way we've got more cameras mm. and that sort of stuff. But I'd want to vet everyone and make sure that they're all legit and not just taking the yeah. piss. So, and not on drugs or going to pissed. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd be making it no drugs or alcohol. Yeah. Just straight up, no drugs, no alcohol. So if, any of, that, li- if any of our listeners know anyone who has contacts with the people who own and run Aradale, well, let us know. Troy, I was, Troy talks to me a lot about the podcast at work. Yep. And he was, he's right into the paranormal as well and has been for his entire life. Mm-hmm. And... So he's, he's another version of me? Yes. And he looked into who... Uh, into trying to get us into Aradale. Yeah, thinking maybe. Thank you very much, Troy. Maybe someone he knows because he's from Ararat. Like all of, <laughs> he's got a lot of family that live in Ararat. Yeah. So he was thinking maybe someone had an in 
But unfortunately, yep. that didn't quite pan out. So I think we've got to... Okay. Yeah. And then he looked into how much it costs. And mm-hmm. it was like 150 bucks or something for six hours. Jeez. And I was like, no, thank you. I don't want to spend $150 to finish at midnight. Mm. Fuck off. When we could pay five, $600 to go the whole fucking night. Potentially, yeah. Well, yeah. I think um, when we did Pintridge, it was about that much. It was about was it? six, six, seven hundred for the full night. I don't know. I wasn't there. And that that was that was for <laughs> to be locked. That was to be locked down for roughly twenty four hours in the and D division there. Yeah, you went. You went twenty four hours, did you? Thereabouts, yeah. Really, I thought could, you would have only done like gotten there no. at night and then. No, it was, in still, the it was still day, it was still daylight hours when we got there. Yeah. But you wouldn't have and turned then, up in the morning, would you? No. Oh, sorry, you know, 12, 12 hours. 12, yeah. Hours. Yeah. 24 hours. Yeah, 12 hours. Oh, my God. What am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was a bit like... Uh... Overnight. An overnight... Yeah. ...thing. Yeah. Did you get anything from that? Uh, a lot of personal experiences. Unfortunately, I didn't have equipment at the time, so there were other people that got evidence... Yeah. But there was a lot of personal experiences. Um, There's one point there. So D Division was also one of the wings where Chopper Reed was held at one point. Yeah. So I was standing in the middle of... It's set up in the old school, almost T-style. So you have the jailhouse itself running lengthways, and then you've got a um, sort of walkway through the middle of it, or across the middle. I was standing in the middle section, and I was looking down towards the stairs at the end where Chopper Reed's cell was, and I could see, a, you know, like a shadow figure moving back and forth out of the doorway from his cell, or what yeah, was right. his cell, what to be his cell. Um, a lot of noises. I think even when we went there for the initial walkthrough. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember the footsteps? I don't, I don't remember anything. Like, I, was, I remember being there and... Mm. And walking around and all that sort of stuff, well, it, but yeah, I don't well, remember getting even, any. Even when we were there during that day, during daylight hours, we were right on the top tier, and I can remember us standing there, and we could all hear there was five of us all together. So it's you, me, a couple of other people, and the guy who runs it. Yeah, and we were standing there, and we could hear footsteps. And I said, I can remember saying to him, "Hey, is there anyone else here?" He was like, "No, it's just the five of us." So this is daylight hours. I ran from one end of the of the place to the other, down the stairs to try and find whoever was there. And these were clear footsteps. That. You can't remember that. No, I don't remember that bit. I, I fully, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I, I remember that whole thing. I'm, the night was a blur. Yeah. Because so I wasn't we there for the go, night. We would just go, go, go for the night. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I still remember that during daylight hours. Yeah, okay. Huh. That'd be an interesting place to try and get back into because I think they've actually opened up more wings as well. I know Two that... investigations. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I know that they're renovating a lot of it and turning it into things. Yeah, they are. So they're turning a lot of it into housing. Yeah, but housing also... and wine cellars and things yeah. like that. But... but they've also opened up a couple more of the other wings that were closed to paranormal tours and investigations 
Right. Okay. Maybe we'll have to look into into doing yeah. that. See if we can do multiple divisions on mm. the one night. Yeah. Unless you just be, you know, we do, you know, six hours in one, six hours in another, and then we can pick and choose what we want to do for the rest of the night sort of thing. Yeah. I was thinking a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there, depending on how many divisions there are. I think there's only three. Three. Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. So we could do two or three hours per division, mm. and then you just do whatever after that. One of us gets locked in one by themselves, one of them gets locked in the other by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but I, don't, I think Aradale's got a lot more activity. Yeah. It's also a bigger site as well, so you've got more more yeah. range. Yeah. So I think is the one that I'd like to get into most. Yeah. If we can find a way in, not through the group that is running the investigations, mm-hmm. because that's stupid. Yep. Like, I appreciate them running ghost tours and all that, but I'm not spending... Yeah, we want to do it on our terms. Yeah, like like when we had investigations up at the pub, it was yeah. all done on our terms. We did what we wanted to do. Mm. And we, we yeah, we Which ran is, the night. And, we, and that's sometimes one of the best ways to do it. Well, that is the best way to do it, because at yeah. least that way you can... You know, you're not having to stick to certain times and you can just go through, take your time doing this and that. Yeah. If you if you want to have a two hour break just so you can, you know, you know, refresh yourself and have a laugh, have something to eat, you can do that. And what happens if at so if you're finishing at midnight, what happens if at five to twelve you start getting a shitload of responses on a spirit box? Do you, well, that, you just hit midnight and go, Oh, we gotta go, bye. Well, that's where you'd hope that they'd run it over a bit, but you never know, do you? Yeah, I feel like some of these ghost tour places are probably mm. pretty strict and just just do the allotted time so yeah. they can go home. Which I can understand to some point, but if you're really into investigating, why not be like, well, fuck, it's 5 to 12, but let's see how long this runs us. Yeah, that's it. If, you're... If, we, if, we, if we end up going another hour, then we end up going another hour. Yeah, if you're actually genuinely passionate about this topic, surely mm. you would understand that midnight is stupid. Like, I get that a lot of people, like, going on one of these tours at midnight, you're going to be getting pretty tired. Yeah. I understand that. But you have to have the option... Of going for, further. Yeah. Six till six. Mm. It has to be an option. Yeah. Although on saying that, if they're doing six to twelve at one, so what three hundred dollars roughly for a twelve-hour thing, mm. they would most definitely bump up the price. Oh yeah. There's no way they'd be leaving it at at that. Yeah, I mean, even so, then, they're making insane amounts of money off you. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you if you if you about six people, even on the yeah, even on the six-hour one. Or three hour one, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, $150 per person. Let's just say maximum number is nine people. Yeah. If you're wanting to charge more than, you know, 500 bucks for someone to hire it for six hours. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, just... all right. So, that's, I think that's going to be our plan is to try and. Try and get it to Aerodale for less than 600 bucks for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> to, get, to get in there for 24 hours 
And then we got to try. Oh man, I have to. Yeah, see, because I'd make it a documentary as well. Mm. I wouldn't be able to just go in there, do it, and then do a podcast about it. It'd be a full blown documentary while streaming. Yeah, streaming <laughs> at the same time. But I'd I'd have to you know interview people that worked there and stuff like mm. that because it, it didn't close down that long ago. When did it close down? The nineties. I want to say nineties. I want to say I want to say the nineties. Uh, let's have stage. a look. When did it close down? Nineteen ninety four. Okay, so it really wasn't know. that long ago, was it? Was it ninety four? I don't know. I thought you just. I thought oh, you I thought doing. you were looking it up. I was just I guessing. was trying to, but for some reason <laughs> my brain couldn't figure out how to spell Airedale properly. Oh, let's try it again. <laughs> I, th- I I just throw out a random year to be honest. I I have no idea when it when it was open when it was closed. Close, close. Really? Construction began eighteen sixty five and was open for patients in eighteen sixty seven. It was closed as an asylum in nineteen ninety three. Oh, so very close. Oh, one year. Good. I'll guess take then. that. I'll take that. Well done. Hey! Wow, I'm genuinely quite quite happy with my random <laughs> guess there. I can I can tell. I mean, for all I knew, it could have been 2008 that it closed down. I have no fucking idea. Or it could have been closed in the 70s. Not a clue. I I don't know why I picked 1994. Well, you still picked the wrong date. It was 93, but you know, we'll let we'll but let you still. wait one year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She. Um, so earlier you mentioned psychics, mm. and that is a an entire can of worms just in that one topic: psychics slash mediums. Yeah. And before we delve into that, we are going to take a quick break. Sounds good to me. Uh, and we will be back shortly. With psychics and mediums. <laughs> Tommy's favourite subject. <laughs> right, yeah, let's just uh, wait for me to start shitting upon this entire topic. <laughs> LMA's new Leaf Blower 6000. For when it's Dad's turn to clean the house. Alright, and we are back. Yes, we are. I, uh, I have coffee now, because... I'm very tired. I have more rum. So I'm good. I feel like I'm not living up to my my name of Dolan very well here. <laughs> you sit there drinking coffee. I'm the one that's drinking the alcohol. Yeah. Fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> Shit. You're being sensible. That's what you. What's wrong? You're being sensible. Yeah, let's call it that. <laughs> we'll call what it else that. are we going to call it? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, so, <clears throat> there is a a particular topic in Paranormal. The psychics and mediums. That I feel like they are basically just stealing money from people. There are a lot of them that do that, yes. I struggle to believe 
majority of them when they when when you've got someone going oh i've got your granddad here i straight away call bullshit i think we touched on this in the first episode though as well i think we did oh no that's right yeah talking about paranormal darren brown and that sort of and those sorts of guys yeah because our topic for the first episode was aliens so naturally Mm -hmm. we spoke about psychics and mediums yeah because they, they, they all go together, you know. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Forget astrophysicists and you know, um, and you know, cosmologists, guys, cosmologists and, that yeah, psychics and mediums, aliens, yeah, hand in hand, hundred percent. So, yeah, there, I I idolize people such as Harry Houdini. And the amazing Randy, who, in the latter part of their life, mm-hmm. spent a lot of effort disproving all of these people that said that they were psychics and all of that. Some of them could talk to the dead, some of them had teleconnect powers like they're just so full of shit and i think i know randy james randy put up a million dollar reward and i think it still stands for anyone that can prove they have these genuine powers yeah and it's been up for decades because no one can actually prove and the problem being it's one of those things that as much as ghosts and spirits are hard to prove, being a psychic or a medium is even harder to prove. Yeah. And having telekinetic powers. <laughs> I well, can't te- even say that with a straight te- face. Te- te- telekinesis is even is an even dodgier one because telekinesis obviously being the power to move an object from one place to another. With your mind. With your mind. So being able to move a glass across the table just with your mind. Um, bending spoons and that sort of thing. Yeah, that was uh, Yuri Geller. <laughs> Yuri Gallium. Geller claiming that he Gallium. could do that. Huh? Gallium spoons? Gallium spoons? You don't know what gallium is? No. Oh my god, I'm face palming. <laughs> is that, I'm assuming that's the metal that they're made out of. It's the. It's one of the... I think it's one of the only metals that is a liquid at room temperature. Wow. So if you were to take a spoon made of gallium and freeze it, at a certain point when it's in your hand, it's going to be just warm enough that you can bend it. Yeah, okay. So you can easily bend it with just a little bit of pressure from your thumb. Yeah, so I thought what Yuri Geller was doing... Because he wouldn't use anyone else's spoons. It had to be his. Yeah. He would, and they were and that, pre-bent. Well, there's that, but there's also gallium. Yeah. So, hence the reason why Yuri Geller and his spoon bending was just a little bit of a... Yeah, a little bit of a fake one, if you ask me. And then there was another guy that had a book and claimed that he could turn the pages with his mind. And he's like, look at this. And he's doing it. And there's video of it. Yeah. And so they put confetti or something around the book. 
mm-hmm. said, do it now without moving the confetti. If you're blowing on this book, you are going to move all of this. <laughs> if you're, if it's genuine telekinetic powers, you, yeah. you'll be able to just flip the page. And he instantly just couldn't do it anymore. He'd just been doing it on camera. Just been doing it. And then all of a sudden, oh, uh, nah, things are interfering with my mind now. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. I, and so you've got these people that claim they've got telekinetic powers. I, I tend to put a lot of psychics into that exact same category as charlatans. That's all they are. They're charlatans. Like your... Good old bit of snake oil. Like your bloody Edwards fella. What's his... John Edwards? John Edwards? John Edwards? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't... I Every time his mouth opens and noise <laughs> is spewed <laughs> from within... I just go, I just, I, 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 I tune out because he had that, the crossing over show mm. where he had a, a, this massive audience and he would, oh, I'm getting someone starting with, what's the most common letter in the alphabet? S. There's an S. It's a, it's a, it's a it's, oh yeah. Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Sandra. <laughs> Fuck off. You dopey cunt. <laughs> You really don't like them, do you? No. <laughs> would you Would you ever go to one of these people? I would. And you would? Yeah. Would you believe them? Are you a sucker? Not in the slightest. So you don't believe them? It's not that I don't believe them. It's just I would be interested to read them to figure out how they're doing what they do exactly. Obviously, there's obvious things like picking a letter, that sort of thing. Yeah. But for smaller things where it's less unknown, it'd be interesting to see, if, especially if they're doing a radio on me, you know, trying to figure out, am I giving them some sort of like facial cue or something? That sort of thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, just those, I think we mentioned in the first episode, you know, micro expressions, that sort of thing. Yes. Am, I, am I giving away something to them? With just like you know something at the, you know at the corner of my mouth turning either up or down, you know, a twitch in my eye, that sort of thing. Am I giving them something that gives them a clue? You know what would be funny if you went to one of these places mm-hmm. and every single time they asked a question, you just said no. <laughs> For the, literally everything. Then, then what happens if they were right on certain things? Then you just say no. Just watch, just watch the whole demeanor, just drop. Just watch them, just get, just they they would then become so self conscious of, oh no, am I actually full of shit? Actually, that that reminds me, I have been to see one. Really, you've actually been? Not not to one of these big big shows, right? Yeah, there's but, plenty but, that but, do it just like as their full time job for some reason. But yeah, to a psychic and he did like palm reading all this sort of thing. It was at the um <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was at the Richard Market in Christchurch. 
<coughs> Sorry, I just You're almost right? choked on my coffee then. You're yeah. right? Yeah, I, uh, palm reading. Oh, yep. fuck uh, me. Right, so, yep. So, so let me continue. Yep. So this was back when I was still in New Zealand. I was still with my ex. We went to see one. And I said, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, let's go in. I was like, no, we'll go in one at a time. So, okay, why? I was like, just bear with me. And so we went walking towards, I was like, let's just walk past first and see if it's just him sitting in there by himself. So we did. We walked past. I made sure to slow down. Yeah. So yeah, just enough. And I made sure that I made eye contact with him. So we walked past once, walked back past again. And I was like, okay, you go in. So she went in. I, I stayed back. I stayed well back. Yeah. Because at this point, I'm already like, yeah, the skeptic in me is going, Let, let's just see how much bullshit this guy can spew. Yeah. So, how, how much how, do you remember how much it cost? Oh, I think it was only like 12 bucks or something. It was okay. a Sunday market style thing. Yeah. So, you know, he's not going to charge an arm and a leaf for it. Yeah. But yeah, sent her in first. And so she goes in, she comes out, and it's like, don't tell me anything okay then i went in and you know I, I left a little bit of time in between her coming out and me going in and so i went in and sit down i can't remember the full conversation but he's like oh and i see that you um that you have a partner i was like no Oh, I, are you sure? I, I see I see a woman. She's slightly shorter than you with dark hair. No, <laughs> I've got... I hang out with a cousin who's blonde. And she's taller than me. Oh, and... and like, yeah, mate, you've literally just brought up information that is easy... That you know. Yeah. Because you saw me walk past... I purposely did that. I made contact with you. Obviously, I'm not telling this to because yeah. there's people standing outside waiting to come in. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, mate, you're fucking full of it. Oh, oh yeah. And, and I see you're of Roman descent. Well, actually, no, my whole family's fucking Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there might be a connection to Rome somewhere way back when. But, yeah, 90% of the family's Welsh or I think there's been Scottish in there as well. So... Yeah. Yeah, mate, you kind of fucked up there. And the the problem is with all of these places, they will not let you film. No. Well, th this was back when, before, you know, cell phones had even, you know, two megabit like, cameras and that sort of thing. You know, this is... Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the cameras were as grainy as mine is now, and that was on a good day. Yeah. So, you know, it's it was, you know, we didn't even really have phones for that sort of purpose. So... Yeah. It was hard to film, but yeah, it was the fact that I was catching about on this one. Yeah, the rest, like I, said, I can't remember the rest of the stuff, but I can remember not quite shutting him down, but going, yeah, mate, you you know I've got a partner. You know I'm with someone at least because yeah, you saw us walk back and forth fast. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's, that's so stupid and dumb that yep. they, they just pick up those. The, the most ridiculous shit. <laughs> it's just like if you if you're going in there for a reading, you don't want to be told you have a girlfriend at the moment. Yeah, no fucking shit. 
No, so that's what she is. Jesus. <laughs> I thought she was just a pain in my ass. That was about it. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's a girlfriend. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, same thing. It's been just, a while. It's just been a, a while. different name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the polite version of it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but aren't they supposed to tell you that your like what your fortune is and what like the future holds for you isn't that the whole idea of them i think it depends on why you're going in to see them yeah whether you are wanting to know about the future or about the past or about the immediate future you know like business decisions or fuck not that you'd want to help give them oh oh, that'd be a terrible do not do that no that's terrible (laughs) you're going to a fortune teller for a business decision Elon Musk just rocks up to his local fortune teller working out the back of the garage who's his I want to know who his fortune teller is (laughs) they're doing extremely fucking well they must be fucking legitimate (laughs) yeah yeah 100% wow your, your camera has dropped down to like a frame a second actually I mean yours isn't the greatest either but you know your fucking internet, man. <laughs> At least the audio is still there because there's audio format. Yeah, I mean, anyone watching on Twitch is going to have a shocking time, but you know. Uh, that is me. <laughs> yes, I am currently watching on Twitch, monitoring. We are succeeding at life, aren't we? We are. We need Elon Musk's uh, fortune yeah, teller. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, that's who we need to tell us how to do better. Elon, uh, just pass on the details, would you? Yeah, <laughs> they'd probably cost a fucking arm and a leg, or the, or a firstborn child, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I've got I've got children. Do they take them when they're a bit older? Is that okay? Is that no, allowed? I think, I, think, I think it has to be at birth. So it's nice and fresh. Fuck. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck that up. All right, it's up to you. Fuck, that's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> if ever. Well, yeah, we're screwed there. Yeah, it looks like we're fucked. So, if anyone has a child that's going to be born anytime soon, just uh, pass it on to Elon Musk's fortune teller for us. <laughs> wow, I can't believe this has gone on to Elon Musk having <laughs> a fortune teller that, that takes children as payments. <laughs> oh, man. There's a conspiracy theory there for you. Elon Musk is fortune teller. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We shouldn't have gone down this rabbit hole, should we? I feel like we shouldn't have had that break. We should have just ended the stream there because it's just <laughs> gone downhill from the break. When we came back from that break, it's just gone downhill. <laughs> should we maybe move on to another subject then, see if it improves? So, where do you think the future of paranormal is heading? Do you think there's going to be a day where there is definitive proof of the paranormal and of something after we die i think no matter how much definitive proof you have everyone's still going to be like nah mate because i feel like we one day we will get definitive proof that there is intelligent life outside of earth Mm. oh people are going to believe in that far before any definitive proof of the paranormal and life after death doesn't matter how definitive it is it could literally be and I hate to use it, God coming down from the heavens and saying, Oi, motherfuckers, ghosts are real. 
there is an afterlife, deal with it. And people still go, you're full of shit, piss off. And yeah. shoot, and if they're American, shoot at them. I feel like we've got to get away from shit-canning Americans and their guns. <laughs> uh, so I suppose if we, if we really want to break into the American market and get hold of um, Elon Musk's fortune telling, then we kind of need to, don't we? Yeah, probably. It'd probably be best to to stop that jibber-jabber. So the Russians will come and shoot at this god. Fucking hell! <laughs> shit! I, I couldn't not go there, come on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Fuck. While throwing bowls of vodka at him. Did you see recently? I saw on Twitter today that they lost an entire fucking battalion crossing a bridge. No? Yeah. Uh, like a thousand troops, Russian troops, and f- 50 tanks and like a whole heap of shit. They were How crossing they, a bridge. What a hit just fall out underneath them or? No. Blow they, it up? Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine just went fucking boom. Now, now, as not being a military, as being somebody who does not have any military experience, would you not check that bridge before sending that many men and no, no, tanks no. of general No, like, I think it was it. missiles. I don't think it was they rigged oh. the bridge to blow up. Okay. I think it was a missile strike. But well, even, even still, would you not? <laughs> well, I mean, they've got to go somewhere to get into Ukraine. Yeah, but why send that much, that many resources over? Oh, because the they they bridge? move in battalions. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that, but still, because they weren't you... because oh. this, I I think they still underestimate the power of Ukraine and everyone else that has gone over there now. Yeah, I mean, that situation's getting just getting more and more fucked up, and Russia's just not getting it, are they? Yeah. So, but that that does that leads directly to my next question. Okay. <laughs> why why is it that some spirits, when you when you when you're communicating with them, mm-hmm. whether it's through EVP, whether it's through are you, are you spirit ask box about, or whatever, uh, the language barrier. No. Okay. I was gonna say. Why is it that some of them are aware that they are dead and mm. some of them are not aware? It could just be that person uh, that person's conscious in their living body. So they're the sort of person who was, you know, aware of what's going on around them. It could be that. Yep. Or it could be a sort of time frame style of thing. Where yes, although they're intelligent, just given when they died or how, even how they died, mm they might not have been aware of the death. Okay. So if that, if that makes sense. So we take what's just happened, what we just spoke about then with the sudden missile strike, the sudden unli- unliving of a number of Russian soldiers. Yeah. They were suddenly yep. unalived, mm-hmm. not expecting it. I would say that would become more of a residual haunting maybe. Yeah. Okay. Given the fact that it was a, a sudden, traumatic, heavily traumatic event, that it would become more of a residual haunting. Yeah, you could have some some intelligent hauntings mixed into it, but I'd say, yeah, probably looking more along the line of residual. So then how would, it, how would you have to die mm-hmm. to not be aware 
that you're dead and still still acting as if you were alive are we talking residual or intelligent 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 i think a sudden death where you, you where it could become an intelligent haunting because and it, 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 a sudden death doesn't have to become residual it can still be an intelligent haunting yeah but i'd say not being aware so you know literally if you were that guy who was hit by the initial blast you were blown into just red mist yeah probably that probably that point not even red mist because it's just been vaporized anyway yeah um you know if you were to come back as an intelligent haunting you might not realize what has happened yeah okay because it's just been like, oh yeah i'm fucking marching along i got my vodka in my back you know just doing my thing i'm gonna i'm gonna go off to fight this pointless fucking war done yeah you get gone so someone could come in contact with him a living person could come in contact with the spirit of the soldier and he might just be like yeah i'm private yuri jacking off or something if <laughs> you're a <Geller. laughs> um of this division and i'm off to fight the war yeah but it's 30 years time and this war doesn't exist anymore but i'm still going to have to fight it okay well what year is it it's 2022 it's not but okay yeah and you know he's because of that sudden quick death he's just not aware of it yet he's still yeah. as intelligent warning he still has the ability to you know, make contact and although it's not going to be as clear as yes, my name is such and such, I died such and such. Yeah. He's still going to be able to communicate in some way. Yeah, okay. Huh. You, you, there's no there's no definitive way of something becoming an intelligent haunting or a residual haunting. Yeah. So, you know, like right now, we could, we could literally become a residual haunting just sitting, you know, by doing this, by doing what we're doing, yeah, we both we both die now, and this could be a residual thing. Yeah, in some senses, it is residual because we're obviously recording it for recording it for posterity. Yeah, but we could also at the same time, individually, you could be the residual, and I could be the intelligent, or you could be the intelligent, I could be residual. So, what happens to the residual, like the, the actual person? that becomes the, a residual the haunting. conscious the consciousness is no longer there yeah so what happens to that consciousness rebirth okay goes to it goes into a limbo sort of state goes off and you know watches over family becomes someone's you know for lack of a better way to put it guardian guardian angel almost a guardian angel guardian <laughs> angel yeah you know, there, there's there's all sorts of other outcomes that could be yeah okay. but basically the residual side is that the intelligence the yeah you know the rational side of things is no longer there so it's just like a fraction mm. of it's the, just, the just, just a thing. yeah just a shadow basically yeah mm. yeah okay i gotcha okay <laughs> well I'm, it's one of those things where like it, it, it is hard to explain unless unless you're someone who's sat down and fully researched yes. everything to do with residual hauntings, intelligent hauntings, 
putting you know two and two together and that sort of thing is unless you know those details you just you can't explain fully well let's be honest a lot of what we've discussed in the last couple of episodes has Mm -hmm. just been speculation yeah we are in no way experts in any of this stuff that we're talking about so definitely take what we say with a grain of salt yeah and if you're interested dig into it yourself as well do some research yeah there's no harm yeah. I mean, there, there is harm you could turn into a complete fucking crackpot like myself but the only person you're gonna harm is yourself <laughs> yeah well i mean let's be honest a lot of this is just me wanting to learn about shit and I just happen to make it into a podcast and put it out there in case other people want to also learn about shit. I, I we're always learning stuff. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It depends definitely. on how much depends on how much effort you put into said learning. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest. A lot of my knowledge on spiritual stuff mm-hmm. and ghost hunting and all that sort of shit, most of my knowledge is now gone. Because I haven't done it for that long. Yeah. I, I last did it up at the pub. And I'm... Yeah, moved out like... Eight years ago. Yeah, so it's been a Seven decent years ago. while. Yeah. Seven, eight years ago since mm. I've done anything like this. And I've tried... Yeah, I've put in so much more information since then that mm. most of it's gone. Yeah, that's the problem. You get to a point where you kind of have to start replacing information you already know with other stuff. So you just sort of just kick yeah. the kick the unuseful stuff out or the unused yeah. stuff out. Do you reckon our brains have a capacity? Oh, they have for, to. Like a memory capacity, like like a hard drive has. Oh, one hundred twenty gig. My memory's shit anyway, so it's probably only about fifty gig anyway. But <laughs> um, yeah, well, it I'm, deteriorates over time. Well, there's that. I mean, there's that as well. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, I do feel that some stuff must get just sort of kicked into storage. Yeah. And really, you know, later on down the track, you might be asked, like, you know, oh, I don't know, but, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and that sort of reaction, you know. Yeah, and then you, you randomly access these memories. Yeah, there's one little memory for this one little bit of information that gets put back into storage and... Yeah, and then, oh, you won't, you're, yeah, you won't use it for another 20-odd years. Yeah. Like, that, that memory of you hearing the footsteps at Pentridge that I can't remember at all. <laughs> yeah. I have no knowledge of that at all. I don't know how you have no knowledge, because uh, the first thing I did was I went to take off after it, and I can actually remember that one of our friends saying, um, don't forget to take a camera. Because <laughs> we, fi- we were actually filming at the time, so yeah, I can actually remember them saying, don't forget to take a camera. Yeah, and me okay. taking off and checking all three levels to see if I can find this person that was walking around. Yeah. When there was only meant to be five of us anywhere near that building. I do remember going to La Rundle afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> because I drive past there every... Uh, six days a week, I drive yeah. past it. And it's still it's still creepy as fuck. What does it look like now? Because last time I saw it was when we were there last. It was oh no, it's it's a lot different. They're now turning a lot of it into housing. Yeah, and that main front building 
Mm-hmm. It's all boarded up and they're renovating that and turning that into something yeah. else as well. And it's a whole estate thing and there's now fucking Woolies and all sorts of shops. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a shame really because it happens to a lot of places. Yeah. Would have been good to get in there. It would have been. It would have been. Which, I mean, we but, could have at the time, but police and security. The problem with places like that, aban- going to abandoned places to do ghost hunting, is squatters. Yep. Is drug addicts. Mm-hmm. You got all these junkies inside shooting up, doing whatever it is junkies do. And then if you go in there, A, your evidence is almost invalid. Fucked. Yeah, because yeah. there's such a high possibility of it, you know, of having all of this other shit interfering with it. Mm. And also your personal safety is at risk. Yeah. That's the other problem is, that's that's why I'm hesitant to do... And also there's the whole trespassing thing in general as well. Oh, yeah, you, you can, yeah, I guess there's that. <laughs> well, if you, if you, if, yeah, if you're a proper true investigator... Let, let me just let me just say this for anyone who's looking at getting into the paranormal and investigating don't trespass don't destroy property don't break and enter don't do any of that sort of stuff because for those of us that are actual investigators those of us that go out there and do it and love it it's about keeping a name for ourselves a lot of places that do actually let you in yeah, regardless of the fact of whether you had to pay or not, a lot of places that do actually let you in to do investigations, if they find out that you've broken into somewhere, that you've trespassed to do your ghost hunting, that puts a bad name back on everyone else. Yeah. So please, for the love of God, if you're going to go out and do any ghost hunting, do it legitimately. Yeah. Get permission to be on a site. I mean... You don't have to have permission to be in, say, a great uh, cemetery. You don't have to have permission to be in your local park. Unless they're closed up at night. Unless they're closed at night, obviously. But, yeah, anywhere else where you should have permission, or you just shouldn't be anyway, don't be there at night. If you've got to climb through a window to get into a building... Yeah probably shouldn't be in there if, if you can't access it through a normal doorway or a normal gate during you know during specified hours just don't be there yeah don't give the rest of us a bad name which is why these ghost tour things are a good idea mm. for people wanting to get into it oh yeah but that's all they're good for they're only for people who want to get into it yeah it, it if you're wanting to start out, I mean, there are some people who love doing them anyway. Will go to the same one over and over again. You know, um, in Melbourne here at least, you know, you've got the likes of Old Melbourne Jail. I think still do a tour. Uh, you've got Black Rock House that do regular tours. There are places that will do them. It's just a case of you yeah, get you know sometimes getting into them can be the hardest part because. Like the Black Rock House, I think they're down to... They used to do up to 12 people on a tour. Now it's down to like six because of COVID. Fuck COVID, man. Yeah. I've got that. Oh, now we've said it. Now we're going to get another bloody COVID information warning on yet another podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, if yeah. you're wanting to get into it, just, yeah, be sensible. Yeah. Yeah, don't 100%. Be, don't be a dick. Yeah. There's so many things that have been ruined 
for everyone else by the minority. The minority have ruined a lot of things just by being dicks. Yeah. And I'm, I'm over it. It's not cool. Not good. Just It just pisses off everyone else. Yeah. Exactly right. I'm just quickly looking up. Mm-hmm. What I sent, I sent you a message of what else we would be <laughs> discussing. Well, the paranormal, the Warrens, uh, oh, yeah. Houdini, no, that, everything that I that I I sent to you, we have we have oh, now Jesus, discussed. We've only been going for two hours, and look at us—we've actually managed to keep on track most of the time. Yeah. Holy! Well, what do we do for the next hour? <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised. So am I. We've completely ruined the whole losing my agenda thing by staying on topic for nearly Shit. two hours straight. Shit. Um, actually, people, this is the worst episode so far. <laughs> We're only three in. The what you mentioned earlier about language mm. barriers. Yes. Is that is is that, that not a thing? That, that, that's a question that gets brought up all the time. So, say we speak English, not very well, but we speak English. So let's just say we went to Bavaria. Just pick a random place. Okay, we've gone to Bavaria. Bavaria. We're doing an investigation there. A lot of people go, well, you don't speak German? I have absolutely no idea. I think. I don't even know where Bavaria is, but... Somewhere around that Germany sort of area there. But yeah, let's just say we've gone there. People go, well, given that you speak English and then they speak Bavarian... How are they going to know what you're saying and how are you going to know what they're saying? Comes down to this school of thought. Yes, they could still reply in their own language. But just because they're dead, does that mean that they do not know other languages? So, Or that, or that they can't translate what's being said to them. So is it something that they would have had to have learnt when they no. were still alive? No. So they can now... Mad- How do they just constantly so you, you, translate? You could speak Dutch and go to the middle of Africa and make contact with, you know, a spirit from a tribe in the middle of, in the middle of Africa and just somehow through death and through, if you like, all knowledge... They know what you're saying. So you think there's an element of gaining knowledge after death? Why wouldn't there be? I mean, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. So we gain. So we die. We kick the bucket, and then so, we so can we're, speak we're every language. As, we're dumb as shit in real in living life. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Even the smartest people are still dumb as shit. And but in death, we gain knowledge. Right. Okay. Whether that's not whether that's complete, you know, complete and utter knowledge, right down to how and when the universe began, or whether or whether that's something as simple as knowing as being able to understand and speak other languages. So your theory on essentially like reincarnation, mm-hmm. and multiple lives mm. why why do we have multiple lives then if not to learn 
Well, it depends on how badly we've learned in each life. So, like for me, me for existence, I don't really. I I make pretty poor life decisions at times. So agreed. My my not known Thomas <laughs> one of them. Um. So my th- my thought would be is, if I was to come back in another life. What I didn't learn in this one, I would come back with the knowledge of what not to do in the next. So make, instead of making decision A in this life, yeah, in the next life I'll be making decision B. Okay. If that makes, if that makes yeah. any sense at all. Yeah, okay. So, so then when we die and we gain this all knowledge, does that yep. not then negate... The whole coming back for multiple lives thing then? If we've gained that, the knowledge. Well, if you don't come back for multiple lives, then you would have this knowledge. So then you only gain the knowledge once you've reached all of your lives. Yeah. So then what if this person we're talking to mm. hasn't reached the end of all of their lives? Do, do we they, still they, translate can, and all that? No. You'd lose that knowledge because you no longer require it. No, no, like whilst they're dead. So you're talking yeah. to... But then, but then once... No, once, they're de- once they come back to life in this new life, they no longer have that knowledge because they don't need so, it. Okay, so they forget... Because otherwise then they can't learn from yeah. their previous mistakes. Yeah. Right. Okay, so there's some kind of... Weird brainwashing, you know, men in black style, mind altering sort of thing going on. Yeah, before okay. you come back. Right. Okay. So then, why why are we given? Why it is whatever it is that gives us all this knowledge mm. post death. Mm. Why why a why do we get that knowledge in the first place? To help B, others. Why do we then lose all that knowledge? to go back i'd say we'd be given it so that we can help others so in death we help others whilst we're dead well well, what else are we going to (laughs) do okay so we're Uh, given all this you can can sit around jerking off all day as a ghost but you know i mean wouldn't it be more useful to help others and you know like guardian angels spirit guys that sort of thing so then why are you then brought back why not just left doing that, being all-knowing, this all-powerful yeah. being with knowledge of everything? Well, then, because if God and that, yeah, those sorts of beings already apparently exist. But if you, but then coming, are you if, not essentially? But, but but if you're coming back, so if you're being brought back, so you can learn from your previous mistakes. Yeah. Why would having all that knowledge of the universe and everything? That wouldn't help you to learn, would it? No, it wouldn't. So then, why bother getting it in the first place? So that you just can to, help just others. to take it away. <laughs> We're given life just to be yeah. taken away, aren't we? You know. That, that, yeah. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. We are given life just to have it taken away from us. But then that's where we need to be talking to someone like, say, like a Brian Cox. Yeah. Uh, talking to him about what is life. And why actually, and, is life? And actually, that reminds me, Tommy, 
in the last week. <laughs> Has your view on the meaning of life changed? Is it still the same? And no, no taking 20-odd minutes to come to the same conclusion. Like, no, it hasn't changed. It's still the same. Just in a diff- just differently worded. My The meaning of life is that nothing really matters. <laughs> Fuck, that's gone downhill. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Well, we all... Something similar to what you were talking about the first... <laughs> Episode one ended the last episode, not this fucking oh fuck life. I just wish I wish I could cut my fucking wrist. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, well, I'm not going so, that far. Come on, elder emo, get on. No, 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 no. If you if you think about it from a logical standpoint, nothing matters. Nothing we do in this life truly matters because Earth is not infinite. Earth, not not talk. I'm not talking about human life. I'm talking about Earth. The planet that we live on will not be around forever. Our solar system is not forever. It will go away at it some will point. It will burn out time. at some point, yes. Yeah, exactly right. But this is a big turnaround. So therefore, <laughs> why... why in the, At the end of the day, why, why does it matter what we do? So it has no up, so bearing up on life, Tommy. It it's just it's everything that we do will eventually be completely pointless and meaningless, and we will, for the most part, not everyone, but for the most part, we will be forgotten. Will we not? More than life. Will will <laughs> we be remembered, you and I, in say two hundred years time, three hundred years time? Well, you never know. This podcast could be the beginning of a new religion for some people in two, three hundred years' time. I don't think it will be, though. It probably won't be, but... Well, you, you think that these are going to be fucking sermons that they play in whatever the fucking church fu- is of the future? How fucked up would it be if they were? <laughs> that is not okay. That's not okay. That is bad. That is bad. You don't want to be getting your sermons from this. You don't want to be getting your life lessons from this podcast. You don't... No, you don't want that. You don't want it. Whoever it is, you don't want that. That's not what you want. That's not what you need. Just straight up. It's a bit of entertainment, honestly. That's all it is. A bit of entertainment. A bit of fun. Have a bit of a laugh. A bit of a giggle. That's it at the end of the day, isn't it? Maybe that's the meaning of life. It's just to fuck around and find out. It's See what happens. Shit. It's all for shits and gigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Tommy's new outlook on the meaning of life is nothing fucking matters. It's all for shits and gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a, just a small step down from, oh, you know, living in the day and seizing the moment and carpet. So I feel like, and all I that feel like that. That kind of stuff is on a personal level. For each individual, the meaning of life for an individual is that. The meaning of life, just in general, is so, that it so, doesn't so, matter. So next week, I just shouldn't bother asking you what the meaning <laughs> nah. of life. <laughs> nah, wait, wait, wait until we get an actual guest on, and then we'll just we'll ask them. There's going to be two questions that we ask guests. Yeah. What is your the meaning of life for you? Mm-hmm. What happens after we die? 
Okay. Look, let's be honest. They are probably two of the biggest questions for mankind. Because mankind, as far as we know, are the only ones that can comprehend death. And are, are, are consciously aware that we are but going to die. You say not uh, you know, consciously, consciously aware of death. What about when you see videos of some things like elephants mourning the death of part of the mourning the death yes but aware of our own mortality that would mean that they're aware of mortality though yes but are they aware that they they themselves will die because they're mourning the fact that there's no that that you know member of the herd is not alive yes but does that also then directly always mean that they are aware that they will die who's to say that they're not yeah but See, that's the problem because we don't speak elephant. Do you speak? Do you speak elephant? I'm fucking fat enough to be one. No, I I didn't say. Do you look like an elephant? Because we all know that you do. I said, do you speak elephant? That includes downstairs, ladies. Um, (laughs) No, I don't speak elephant. But there we go. That that's the problem is because we cannot actually communicate with these other species. We don't know for a fact that they are not exactly yeah mortality yeah. But what you're saying is that we are the only ones, as far as we know, we are. But you said we are the only ones that are. I said as far as far as we know, we're the only ones. Exactly, but because we have no way, we've got no way of finding out whether any other species, like if monkeys. God, we're just turning a toolback fucking radio here. (laughs) Well, that's basically what a podcast is, is it not? I suppose. We, we just don't have the listenership that Talkback Radio has. I feel I, f- I feel like we should be on fucking AM radio Gosh. doing this show. <laughs> 3AW, pick us up, come on. I, there's a lot more stations than 3AW. People just don't know about the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, because the no one listens why, to AM radio. That's the reason why I said 3AW. Yeah. <laughs> the only people that listen, listen to Talkback Radio... Are over 60 years old that's our problem they are all or, the older generation or just sit there at night too fucking high to get up and change the channel yeah they've accidentally knocked it over <laughs> onto onto am yeah. shit <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell the world would be in trouble if we got our own radio uh, our own show at a radio station even if it is am but see i think it would be kind of interesting if we had a way of getting people to call in that would be interesting well if we had people watching us on twitch they could at least be commenting you could be reading the comments nope. off nope <laughs> we don't <laughs> so you're, you're still our only viewer then yep excellent average viewership of one me not a, you're not even streaming actually no don't do that because if you try and stream <laughs> I, I it try. your computer try. will just go fuck this i'm out and it'll kill itself it will commit suicide i'm surprised it hasn't already to be honest yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> i feel like you maybe need maybe you need to upgrade your computer well i wouldn't even say i've got a computer it's a laptop or a notebook whatever you want to fucking call it so yeah, maybe once I've got my own joint, I'll upgrade to an actual PC. And it's a lot cheaper to get an actual smoother. PC. Yeah, I've slowly started to realise that. Yeah, and you can upgrade individual parts a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So if one part shits itself, just swap it out for a new one. Yeah. You can upgrade, yeah. Tax time. It's good. I'm not getting that much bloody tax back. No? That's a highly... I'm, I'm not a tax agent, so I couldn't tell you, but I'm down I am. That's fair. That's fair. You've, you've, I don't know if you'd fall under the tax limit or not. 18200 Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So you'll get taxed yeah. through the arse? Yeah, full-time worker. Yay! Mm. So, yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps up this episode. Well, a nice little short episode for you, folks. I mean, it's still two and a half hours. Yeah, but it's not nearly four hours of last week's episode or three plus hours of the previous week's episode. Yeah. Look, the, we're, the, we're about an hour short. Yeah, well, the, each episode is going to be different in length. Some of them are going to be a lot more involved, like last week's episode where we yep. skimmed over a few things, delved deep into the Spear of Destiny. Yeah. Which, you know what I want to do? I want to, I, I might... God. No, 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 it's, it's to do with the Spear of Destiny. I want to do an episode just on that alone, but I want to have someone who knows about the religious side jump in and talk about their aspect of it. That could be done. Yeah. If we get a, an actual religious person in. <laughs> an actual religious person. Well, you're not religious. <laughs> I am not religious. We are not religious people. You mean someone from the religious community who knows about artifacts like the Spirit of Destiny? Yeah, exactly not just, right. Not just old um, Clarence who's been going to local church every Sunday for the last 70-odd years. No, yeah. It spends his time sitting in the back just sleeping. I'm talking like a priest or some, someone of like someone who actually is in the church, not just there to go to Sunday Mass, but someone there who knows the book inside a religion, out. A religious academic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what we need. We need a religious academic. Someone who has studied religion mm. and can actually tell us the stories properly. Not, not Wikipedia. Telling, <laughs> yeah, not telling stories <laughs> from Wikipedia. <laughs> That's what we need. That 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 would make I I would be more than happy to delve back into the religion side of things because it was interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, especially when you're getting into stuff like the Spear of Destiny. Mm. But yeah, that'd be really cool. There's got to be a way that we can reach out and get someone onto an episode. There's got to be some way of doing it. Yeah. Because let's be honest, I don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know anyone. <laughs> I don't know people. What are people? <laughs> A blight on the planet. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, the world would be much better without humans. Yeah, humanity sucks. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's the first time I've said that. No, I'm pretty sure we said that in the first in episode, maybe. Maybe even the second one as well. <laughs> Maybe we just have that as our thing. Yeah, that's just, just our say, tag right now. <laughs> people suck. The world would be better off without us. <laughs> just say the top of every episode. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, but there's a oh. few. There's a few different ideas that I have for future episodes. Mm. Next week's episode, Tim does. Okay, so. 
Tim, Tim does what? Tim doesn't know what I'm about to say here. <laughs> I, so, I won't even know on the day. You know what I'm like. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, no, no. Next week's episode mm-hmm. is going to be about urban legends. Ooh, because, juicy. Well, because I, I was so fascinated with the Spear of Destiny. and mm-hmm. that That is kind of like a conspiracy slash an urban legend. Yeah. In its own right. So I want to delve in, like, what I want you to do, your homework for the next week. Yeah. Is to find... God, I'm in school again. Yeah, homework. Yes, yes. Find one or two urban legends. I actually have an urban legend from back home in my little town in Littleton. Ooh, a hometown urban legend. There's probably actually a couple I could look up, but there was one in particular. Okay. And me and my best friend, who also happened to be called Tim. No, he's not an imaginary friend. His name was actually Tim. <laughs> we started the Mystery Boys, and what the first thing we investigated... This was when I was in primary school, remember, please. One of the first things we investigated was this urban legend. <laughs> We were in primary <laughs> school. Come on, the mystery boys. I yep. love it. Tim I love Lee, it. Tim Lee and Tim La, the mystery boys. Oh wow! Oh, that's fucking hilarious. We were in primary school. I don't care. That's funny as shit. The mystery boys. <laughs> <sighs> And that, folks, is how we end today's episode. <laughs> that is just, uh, that's genuinely really funny. Ooh, the mystery boys. That's great. That is brilliant. Oh, shit. So the problem with urban legends in Australia, ours are a little bit shit. <laughs> They are. What do we got? We got the bunyip. Bit shit, really. We got a few Aboriginal ones. Yeah, but can you call them urban legends? Well, they're Dreamtime stories, some of them. Yeah, exactly. So, but they—I think they do have some. Oh no, that's more cryptids, really, not urban legends. Yeah. That's more cryptids. It's, it's myth- cryptids and mythology. Yeah. Like the bunyip would be encrypted. Yeah. So I, I, but I guess yeah, urban legend cryptids—they kind of can fall under the uh, an umbrella. I, I feel that like cryptids can appear in urban legends, not so much falling under the same umbrella. Mm. Yeah. Because then you've also got creepy pastors. Oh God. Which are an urban legend unto they're themselves. The, they're, they're the modern urban legend. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's legitimacy that comes from them, like what, like Slenderman? Yeah, where's the legitimacy that comes from that? Apart from no, 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 two, two Not... teenage girls losing their fucking yes, shit Ex- exactly and that. Attempting to kill a friend. Yeah, exactly right. They have genuine, real world consequences. Do they not? Do they not have real world consequences? <sighs> to a certain extent. Was somebody's life? drastically at risk 
because of an of, of Slender Man. Because of something that came from a video game. Was it from the video game or was it from the story? From I the thought it was from game. the story. No, the video game they... obviously stemmed from the story. But no, that it came from the video game. But they worshipped Slender Man. From the video game. Doesn't matter. That video game would never have happened if if the story was never written. Am I right? Yeah. So sorta. had that video okay, so if they're based on the video game. But but you could have a video game without having the story. Yeah, so that video so they've they've looked at the video game, the video game's looked at the story, the story has looked at the photo. That's right, it started off as a photo. I, I delved right into it. I found out where the, the origins of Slenderman came from. And it was a, a photo competition to yeah. doctor an image and make it look real and scary. And that's where they came up with Slenderman. Someone put Slenderman into a couple of photos. They ended up winning whatever it was. It was uh, Rotten.com, I think it was. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like way back in the day. That's, ba- that's going back a while. Yeah. And then someone got a hold of these photos the guy just made the photos and thought nothing of it and then a few years later somebody made a creepy pastor about this creature in his photos mm. and then that spread like fucking wildfire we we'll talk about this next week yeah but i'm already halfway through it oh and I'm, and I'm trying to prove a point here okay. so this story has spread like wildfire mm. the game developers have seen said story seen yeah. its popularity Mm-hmm. made a game and then the girls have played said game mm-hmm. thought it was all real yeah because that was their thing they thought it was real they took her out to the woods to try and sacrifice her to slender man stabbed her however many times mm-hmm. and left her to die yeah so therefore the original idea the creepy pasta Yes, the original idea came from the picture. Directly corresponds but to a real life consequence. I don't give a fuck about the game. Good game. It's not a bad game. It's, it's, it's alright. I played it. Um, but It's far from alright. But <laughs> the, the, the urban legend, the creepypasta, right, I'll, I'll has real have, world let, consequences. I'll let you have the win on this one. Yeah. Because it has a direct line of consequences to someone almost losing their life. If that right. hadn't have existed, she would not have almost lost her life. Okay. Yeah. You're you've not. Won f- the, you've you've won this one, all right? Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for you to fucking get back on it again, but. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure that you you understood that the urban legend had a direct, yeah, real-world consequence. The, I got it after the fifth time you went in, threw it again. Yeah, good. <laughs> I wish you'd gotten it the first time, but that would have saved a whole heap of bullshit, but that's okay. Not all of us are as clued in as others. Some of us are a little bit slow, and that's okay. It's okay to be a little bit slow. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I, I, I love you too, mate. 
Hey, look, if I was if I was not taking the piss out of you, you would think there was something wrong with me. No, I thought you'd just be being a nice friend, but you know. <laughs> nope. That's not oh, who I am. Ask anyone that knows all, me. All life choices. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so anyway, back to paranormal quickly. Yep. Considering we're, we're finishing up this episode, apparently, <laughs> like 15 minutes ago. Talking to Troy. Mm. Because he's from Ararat. Yeah. He said that there is a few, there are a few cemeteries up mm-hmm. there that he goes, like I can go to. Yep. And he can take us to a few places around mm-hmm. Ararat. If we are so inclined. Yep. So that's an option. Come from Excellent. Straight from Troy. And he said that one of the main cemeteries, pretty much everyone there is a direct descendant. Of him or? Of, or he is a direct descendant of them. <laughs> okay. So it's basically yeah. his family cemetery is what you're saying. What he said, yeah. Most, most of the people buried there are related to him in one way or another. And we thought Tasmania was bad. Yeah. No, it's just all right. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he can't get us into Arrowdale. That's just not fucking good enough. It really isn't, honestly. I'm, Troy, I'm you have to work harder. Yeah. That That's that, that's the, about the be-all and end-all of it, it really is. You've honestly, got to work harder. If he can get us into... Aradale Lunatic Asylum for a full 12 hours mm-hmm. or 24 hours I will buy him an LMA t-shirt <laughs> when we have them because we don't have them right now uh, I'm, ser- I'm, I'm serious I will I'll do it I'll do it you know what? I'll buy one as well how about that Oh, so, look here. So he ends up with two LMA t-shirts. Or or a hoodie. Or a t-shirt and a hoodie. Or a sticker. <laughs> I would, would just options. go downhill. <laughs> there are options. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or a sticker. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to have stickers. We're going to have all, all the merch. Maybe or a, a coffee mug. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, could have a have a coffee mug with LMA on it. Or a pencil. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> too, 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 too rich? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Calm down. <laughs> right. Fucking fine, Jesus. <laughs> Just Tom's fine. All right, wank on, my friend. Yeah, wank we're wank we're gonna end end the the episode there. <laughs> At, yeah, this is this is just, just yeah. Let's break it down, folks. We've we've lost the plot. You've lost the plot. <laughs> I never had the plot. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you can find everything down in the show notes or description. All of our social media is there. Our YouTube channels. Because we have two, we have one dedicated just for the podcast, and we also have a Losing My Agenda YouTube channel, which we are working on over the next few months, and we'll be doing a 
30 and 30 challenge 30 videos in 30 days to kickstart everything it is going to be a lot more family friendly than the podcast slightly less of me and my foul mouth as well yeah it's it's yeah it's going to be very very different we we are on twitter we are on instagram we do not have a facebook because i don't know if we want do we want i don't know if we want a facebook do people use facebook let us know if you want us to start a facebook page yeah yeah let us know and if you don't let us know then we just won't yeah yeah i don't i don't know if there's a point in creating one maybe for the lma like regular lma Mm. channel which may be getting a new name potentially we'll go to that another time yeah, I, f- I feel like losing my agenda is really uh, it is ideal and perfect for the podcast, but I'm not sure about the YouTube yeah, g- channel. Given that the YouTube channel is going to have an agenda, I don't think losing calling it losing my agenda is really going to work for too long. Yeah, really won't. So we're gonna potentially come up with a new name. Finding my agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and, and then this will just fall under the banner of whatever that main thing mm. is and whatever else we decide to do, which there are multiple things that we are we are planning for the next 12 months because that's kind of our, our time frame is 12 months to get everything up and running and see where it goes. If it's gaining traction, we'll keep it going. If not, we will... I don't know what we'll do. Maybe pull the pin, probably keep the podcast going. <laughs> Let's be honest. This is free. Yep. YouTube videos are not. They're going to cost money. Because I've got big, big plans for it. Big plans. Ooh, yeah. Uh, You haven't even seen some of the shit that I came up with. Me and Vince came up with. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're talking. Like, okay. Okay. I'm going to tell this one real quick before we pull the pin. One idea, this has come from Vince mm-hmm. and myself. He added to it. My idea was to go on a scavenger scavenger hunt around Australia. So going okay. to different landmarks, having clues, and so, all, all so sorts of stuff. I, I think there might have been an idea similar to this uh, a while ago called The Amazing Race. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of similar to that. But, but, but. No, no, no. No, this is kind of different though. There okay, weren't going to yeah. be any of those challenges and shit like that. It was going to be cryptic clues mm-hmm. to lead us to landmarks. But then Vince came up with an idea mm-hmm. of we each get... Like, there's going to be two teams and we each given $20,000 to complete... And, and, and where are we getting this money from? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is, this is why this is one of the bigger ideas. So this is, the, once we're this, is a, this is a five-year plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is once we're fully established. This is why I'm talking about it now, because if we ever get to do it, it's going to be years down the track. Yeah. There's also doing the Dakar rally, but that's a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Uh, so, but this one, Vince suggested that we get $20,000 per team. Mm-hmm. And with that money, you have to buy a car mm-hmm. to be able to get around everywhere. Yeah, you, you buy all of your food, you, your accommodation, like every single thing that you need to buy to complete this mm. comes from that twenty grand. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> especially when it comes to the car. Ooh. Yep, and if petrol's the way that it is right now, 
<laughs> that's one tank. Let's just get down the road. Yep. So that's that's how big our plans are. Okay, I wasn't aware of that side of things. Nope, I I knew that. I hadn't discussed that one <laughs> yet. But it's a cool ass idea. I it absolutely is. love the idea because then, yeah, you might have you might want to do up the car a bit. Yeah. So there's money out of that twenty grand going into that. So you might get a paint job on the car. Put LMA, put like fire coming up from the wheels and cool shit like that. Jeez, here's the bogan coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or buying tents and then sleeping on the side of the road because you want to save money and not sleep in a bed in a hotel or something. Well, that's where you just get something where you could convert the back of it into your sleeping quarters. Yeah. You could do that too. Well, it depends how many people are in in, in a team. We're going to have at least one driver, one yep. camera person, mm-hmm. so and maybe another person so then the drivers can swap out. So there'll be three people per team. I'm sure you're making cattle in the back of a car. Oh, I figured we'd be on separate teams. Oh, okay. Because... That, 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 that ruins that dream then. <laughs> well, let's be honest. At the moment, LMA is you and me. Yeah. So I feel like we have to be on separate teams. We kind of have to be on separate teams, don't we? Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I, I'm taking Vince as my camera person, though. Well, I don't know who I'm taking as my camera person. Uh, look, by the time we get round to doing this, we'd have a couple we'll of have, camera we'll people. We'll three or four people, and yeah. We'll, we might have friends by then to have as another person <laughs> in the car. Maybe. It's a bit of a stretch, I know. Well, you, you, you can always take Vince and Troy. How does that sound? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'll just take myself. <laughs> so you're going to do everything by yourself? Yeah, just, you know, camera off in one hand, cruising down the road, you know. Oh, yeah, because that's nice and safe. Yeah. It's only safe if someone gets... It's only dangerous if someone gets in the way. And then we can put the real test of... Paranormal. <laughs> because you will crash and die and then we can try does, and make does contact does he become a residual haunting or an intelligent haunting yeah we'll go to your, your the, the crash site where you died and we'll perform a seance we'll get the Ouija board out <laughs> and be like Tim you fucking idiot come in Tim are you Piss there off, you Tim can you hear me <laughs> oi Tim why'd you do it for <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we're gonna have to, we're gonna work out like a code where when one of us dies <laughs> fuck me okay, just yeah. to try and just to, some kind of a code word like, like a like a safe word yeah 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 we need to come up with a safe word <laughs> and then when one of us dies obviously the other one's gonna be going oh shit shit they've, they've died Oh no, I'm going to try and contact them. And then we're going to do EVPs and all that sort of shit. And then we can come in with the, the code word that only we know and nobody else knows. And then we can go, oh, it's fucking legit. <laughs> and then, but, you're, uh, but you're the non-believers, so how does, how's it all going to work? Well, so I, look, I'll be honest. If you die... If, if our safe word was Connecticut... And Connecticut. Doing, yep. Let's just say that's our safe word. 
and you and I was to die, you would be doing an EVP session and you were to hear Connecticut come through. Would you believe? Yeah, I would. And what happens if you just had, if the um, if the spirit box just happened to stop on a station at that time that was talking about Connecticut? That'd be fucking unfortunate. <laughs> Plain and simple. I mean, if if the if it stopped scanning and then said Connecticut and just kept playing whatever the station is, I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's shit. And then I'd do it again and be like, okay, say Connecticut again. Simple. That's Fuck what I would bitch. do. <laughs> or if I just got copped insults from you, <laughs> I would you also know. believe that. 100%. I'd go, yep, that's Tim. There he is. Cool. As normal, swearing yeah. away. Yeah. Not giving a flying shit about anything. Yeah. And then I'd have to ask you whether or not like, like, there is like something else to look forward to after we die. <laughs> Yeah, haunting your ass. Yeah, but if I die, I can't do that now, can I? Oh, you could haunt someone else's. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But then I have to ask you whether or not there is a heaven and a hell. Oh, God. Don't I just want to know. No, if you're dead, you'd be able to tell me. Even then, don't ask me that. Why? Because you know I'm going straight to hell. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't be able to say Connecticut. Who says I couldn't say Connecticut? Well, if you're in hell, how are you also going to be up on Earth yes, answering the questions? But my hell could be putting up with you trying to fucking communicate with me through a spirit box. Yeah, that'd probably be a little bit shit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Ah, it's your fault for being friends with me. <laughs> you're no one to blame but yourself. Actually, actually... <laughs> actually... Do you remember... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, no. Well, it's a big event. This is what we what we spoke about yes, uh, yesterday, last week, with my theories in the last episode about the big things that happen and taking a left path and a right path. Okay, yeah. Do I remember? Do you remember mm-hmm. how you got in contact with us? I was looking up paranormal groups that I could join in Melbourne. Yeah. And I came across... What was the name of the group? Whatever o- it was. OPI. Occult OPI, Paranormal Investigations. Which is also the name of a uh, makeup company. Um, but... Yeah, which I didn't know at the time because I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm just not up to date with my makeup companies. Oh, come on. I know. I'm sorry. Even, even, even I'm aware. But yeah, <laughs> I messaged and I got in touch with it's either you or Beth. Yep. And next thing I know, I'm up in Beaufort at the pub. Yeah, I think you spoke to her. It was one of the two of you. I think it was her. And then you, you two organized to come up because I was working. I know that I was working constantly. So yeah. I couldn't. Actually, I had yeah, no so it might, it might have been her. Yeah. I just said, we can do it whenever. Yeah. You guys organize it and you just come up and tell me the date because it makes yeah. literally no difference to me because you're coming up to the pub that I live in mm. and I'm going to be there anyway. And I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be working, but then we're going to lock up and either you're there and we hang out or I go to my room and play video games. <laughs> so it makes and, no and difference. And it turns out that we end up spending most of the night just investigating. Yeah. So you, you're just looking on Facebook, found yeah. the group. Yeah. 
Did we, did we put out a thing asking for someone? Or did you just message us? I think I just messaged you. And just said, I want to be in your group. Hey, I'm looking for it. I think it was, you know, I, I could probably go back into Facebook somehow and find it. Oh, but fuck. Oh, you can just search. Yeah. But it's probably, yeah, just a case of, hey, I'm looking for a team to join. Are you looking for someone? And that has led to losing my agenda. Yeah. See, that's what it's all about. It's just about getting out there, putting yourself out there and sending that message because who knows what it could lead to. Yeah. Who would have thought 10 years down the track? I mean, we lost contact for a few years. Yeah. Things things went up and down with us and yeah, we were sort of in and out of contact and now look at us. You well, there was me like you're my girlfriend or something. You yeah. Know? Constantly. <laughs> Well, there was no animosity. It's not like we had a massive falling out. And I was no, like, we, we, we literally just lost contact. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't just turn around to you and go, ah, oh, you can go fuck yourself. I don't want to talk to you anymore and, or anything like that. Well, just... even, if you, even if you were to say that, it'd probably only last about two or three days and then we'd be back to talking again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's, yeah, that seems accurate. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of the thing that... Sometimes sometimes you just have to take a risk. Yeah, that's what the YouTube channel is going to be about. Literally that, taking the risk. A calculated risk, mind you. Wow. (laughs) Don't follow my path, calculated risk. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't just message random people on Facebook, though. (laughs) Don't. Don't do it. At all. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I do that remember. Could have out so bad for me if, if things had gone sideways, couldn't it? Yeah, you just randomly going to a pub out in the middle of nowhere. It would have yeah. taken you what two and a half, three hours to get to Beaufort. Well, I had no idea where I was going, and I don't think my GPS worked that well, so I had no <laughs> fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, going and, 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 and on top of that, my car didn't really run that well either. Because if I remember right, that car had yeah. lots of issues with its radiator. Yeah, it did. Yeah, because you had the uh, that station wagon. Yeah, the Holden wagon. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that could have that could have turned out pretty bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> but you took the risk and it paid off. It did. It paid big dividends for you. Now I'm in the big in the paranormal world, and I'm talking to you lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. talking at you lot. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, no, nah, it's just me. <laughs> still just me on the twitch oh so sad. <laughs> yeah but if seeing as you're in the paranormal world mm-hmm. in a few episodes time if we mm-hmm. are going to revisit the paranormal yep why not get a guest on why not we can have a, one of our first guests who should we get on that's the question well that i feel like the entire paranormal realm is mm. your thing. You know the people. I mean, sure, I could name people like Zach Baggins. <laughs> like, like, Who realistically would you want to get? <laughs> yeah, look, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't have contact with a lot of people. Remember last week I told you 
this is my adult conversation. That's true, yeah. It's when I talk to you and when Troy walks over. Yeah, but you see, I wouldn't class me as, as being adult conversation. No, but it's more adult than the <laughs> conversations I have at work. So it is what it is, okay? Oh, shit. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean, well, just, we'll talk, just we'll talk about it during the week. We'll talk about it during the week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get a guest on. Talk uh, if if this is a good episode. If people, uh, you know, like the paranormal stuff, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> they like it. <laughs> then we can we can get a get a guest on and and then we can have an actual interview and yeah. instead of just me asking you all the questions. Yeah, I kind of feel like you most like these last three episodes have really just been you asking me a lot of questions. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, well, let's be honest. Like, I'm trying to think if if I don't know what what kind of well, I'm trying to think. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what topic we could have where you could ask me the questions, but I don't think there are any topics that we could do where i could and the thing is i'm actually not good at asking questions <laughs> i can answer a lot of questions asking questions even at my job where i ha- kind of have to ask questions i'm still shit at asking questions yet somehow I get the answers don't yeah. ask me how yeah so i yeah i think we just got to keep this format for the first few episodes until we start getting guests on and then we yep. can both Ask the well. It's it's not even just asking questions. We don't just write out a list of questions and then, okay, what is this answer? And then they speak and they go, okay, what is asking this answer? The re- asking the relevant question at the time. Yeah, and and turning the turning a question into a conversation. That's yeah. the hardest part. Is trying to ask a question and then keep the conversation rolling from that initial question. Mm. That's the hard part. Which, Which I'm I sure feel we like we get. get there. Yeah, we're, we, we're starting we, we to get that. It. Yeah, we're starting to get that down a little bit, <laughs> kind of, little, <laughs> sort, sort of, of, somewhat, almost, close enough to. But if we get if we get some guests on, I, I've got a few people in mind. We need we need a Mister Vincent to be our podcast moderator. Mm-hmm. But today's his anniversary, so I just like to say happy anniversary to Vincent Carly. Happy anniversary, you two. Not that you know them from Mars. Don't, 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 don't know either of them, but most will say it, just to be polite. Yeah, no, it's okay, because they are both wonderful people. And they're both going to listen to this podcast? Yeah, not not a chance. No, no. Nope, I'm going to just tell him, go to somewhere around the three-hour mark. <laughs> which, is the end, which is the end of it, and then, yeah. yeah, just... Just listen, because there's a little message for you, Vince. It's okay, Vince. We still love you. And mum, please don't listen to this podcast. I mean, it's we'll a bit, see, we'll see, we'll it's a bit late telling her not to listen to it at the end of the podcast, isn't it? Once well, she gets can, all the way through. Can't you edit it just so that that little bit's at the beginning and, you know, it's like the opening for it? No. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to teach you about editing, so let's go and do that now. Everyone, thank you for listening to this clusterfuck of an episode. As always. And we will be returning again next week for Urban Legends. I don't know what we're going to discuss exactly, 
because <laughs> Tim is going to work that out over the course of the next week, and I will find out along with everyone else next week. Thank you for joining us. Everything down in the description. Chuck us a follow over on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You'll find links down below. And we will see you next week. Ciao. Bye. Yeah.